0: up everybody and welcome to another episode of the broken clock podcast games cast once again my name is adam and i'm joe and we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the broken clocks podcast joe happy halloween almost yeah Yeah, it's almost halloween it is tomorrow if you as you're listening to this if it's monday uh, which is when these shows go up then tomorrow is halloween the 31st spooky halloween is weird for me because i'm so old now Mm-hmm. very where, like yeah uh
1: where i'm like past a point where obviously you get super excited for it yep and i'm too lazy to do anything on halloween i usually end up working on halloween anyways mm-hmm. but i still get excited
0: for it really i don't know why i get so excited to do nothing well i mean doing nothing's exciting I, it's
1: just like the the i don't know the season
0: yeah well it's like it's fall and like unseasonably warm for fall um, and so no that's one's weird no one's really doing anything like i don't see a lot i
1: haven't seen really a lot of houses decorated or anything like that
0: yeah no like
1: especially in my area there's not a lot of house not around around either um we have I, like one house down the street that always goes like full out yeah like a ton of shit but otherwise i was driving I somewhere, it, it like feels like it's creeping up on me
0: yeah i was driving somewhere the other day and i saw somebody that built like a haunted house in their front yard and like really? yeah it was like wooden and there was like a maze that you could like walk through on the like on the lawn so like they went all out for it but yeah, it's not a thing that I ever get super excited about. Yeah. But you're almost at that age where you can be the scary old man Blakesley and like whose house kids want to avoid like don't go over there i hear he eats children um so you're almost to that age so that's I good can't right? wait yeah that'll make the season exciting again mm-hmm. um, but this is not our halloween podcast this is our video games podcast uh, where we talk about things in the world of video games we have a lot to get to this week because yeah, it was fr- a busy week friday was the biggest like pop culture day in quite some time you had uh what three hugely popular games come out you had stranger things starting oh yeah uh, There was originally supposed to be the next Cloverfield movie was supposed to come out on that day. Wait, really? Yeah, but it got pushed back. Oh, I didn't even know they were working on another one. Yeah, I think it's called The God Particle. Oh, you know what? It's like set in that Cloverfield universe. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So the day was supposed to be even busier. After the 10 Cloverfield lane. Yeah, so it's just like set in the Cloverfield diverse. But... But yeah, so the big AAA video game uh, releases came out. We put a poll up on Twitter uh, on Friday asking what people's games they were most excited for this weekend. Uh, got a lot of votes. Got 21 votes. <laughs> wow. Which is, hey, that's more than we have listener numbers. So thank <laughs> you if you voted. Really appreciate it. Make sure to give us a follow at Broken Clock Pods. Um, the poll is closed now, though. We will be going over the results of the poll. Uh, actually, right now. We can do it right now because I mentioned it. Um it was a surprise to me which won the weekend so the uh the options that i gave uh in that twitter poll at broken clock pods was uh what new game will have your full attention this weekend super mario odyssey assassin's creed origins or wolfenstein 2 uh wolfenstein 2 was the winner with 48 percent. i'm really surprised by that me too i, I would have thought for i sure thought mario. it was gonna be mario or the very least easy. assassin's creed because like you know it's been a couple of years since this assassin's creed game has come out people really like that franchise maybe jump back into it uh but no that actually came in what essentially is last uh mario odyssey had 33 percent in second assassin's Creed origins at 14 percent uh and other was at five percent i don't know if anybody else picked other besides our good friend tyler our main event and sometimes games cast uh co-host uh who was playing xenoverse for the switch oh that didn't come out friday though no i know but it's it's a new game that he's playing yeah yeah he bought it friday yeah he bought it friday so it it kind of worked out uh, but yeah, Wolfenstein 2 won the day. Uh, unfortunately, it's a game that neither one of us played, mm-hmm. uh, so we will not be talking about that. Uh, we but, played The Losers. Yes, we did play The Losers, um, so we will jump right into what we've been playing. Uh, so Joe, what have you been playing this week?
1: Uh, well, this week I actually played a lot of stuff. Um, I finished out um, Fractured But Whole. Me too. Uh, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Last week, I it was the last week, yeah. The last week we talked about it. I said I wasn't like too into the combat system. Um, By the time it
0: It was the worst game ever. Yes, you thought they should all die.
1: Yeah, Uh, but by the by the end, I I started to thoroughly enjoy the combat because I started my character started getting stronger. Combat started becoming a little bit more easy, a little less time consuming, um, and like you you started getting like more abilities and more different things that you could do in the game that. Uh, made it feel a lot more varied mm-hmm. uh, I think I had the same thing I talked about with um, the Mario Rabbids yeah like it started off I was like god this is so slow-paced and boring but yep. as you unlocked more things you could do in the game it got progressively more fun yeah exactly um, story-wise I thought it was fantastic yeah. it, it throws a lot at you at the very end of the game um, do you want to talk about spoilers we can do like a five and minute. Still, it's like kind of, it's only really a week old at this
0: point. I know, but or like two weeks old. Well, here's what we'll do. We'll set a timer for like five minutes. Okay. And we'll talk about spoilers. And if you have not played the game or haven't finished it or don't want to know, you just skip ahead five minutes. If and you, then if you cure any mention of South Park, just skip ahead a couple more, like yeah. another minute. Um, and then, then we'll, uh, we'll call it. So right. give me one second. We'll get a timer up here. Get a little timer for the. Uh, we'll do five minutes here. Oh, you're actually setting it for five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we'll just and we'll run through some spoilers just in case, because like, like you said, there's a lot of stuff that that's in there, and it'd be weird to like vaguely dance around it. Um, True. So, so we'll just do that. So, all right, on my mark, we're gonna start the five minutes. Skip ahead five minutes if you didn't play it or you don't want to know. Otherwise, uh, come along for the ride. Ready? Go. All right. So, spoilers. End of the game, a lot of stuff gets thrown at you. What mm-hmm. specifically are you talking about? It um
1: all of a sudden the story really, really ramps up out of nowhere. Yeah, um, I think
0: the story for me ramped up when they introduced the character of Mitch Connor. Um and because like, originally Was me that talk- was that before or after you go to the genetic research lab? That was before, because okay. you find out that he was like the wheels had started turning. Oh yeah,
1: you you get like a little vague thing of there's somebody pulling a string and then you get that it's Mitch Connors no one else finds out. You find out.
0: No, they tell you it's Mitch, and then that's when you go, like, after you beat up, like, Cartman, uh, because you think he's pretending to be Mitch Connor Mm. because he is. Yeah. um, Then it sends you to the genetic research lab. And then once you get to the research lab, fucking off the rails. Yeah, all of a sudden the game just goes crazy. What would you think of the mutant sixth graders with extra butts? (laughs) (laughs) That whole part of the game was pretty great.
1: Yeah. I loved all the little... um, things they brought in the, the like the different combat things like the when you go into the room and the floor gate and the floor grates come up oh, they yeah. like they they toss a bunch of that whole area they start like tossing really weird gameplay mechanics into the yep. combat system um, and anytime the shit what's the doctors the mad scientist guy's name Mephisto
0: or Mephisto Mef- Mephisto yeah something in that range
1: all of the stuff all of his dialogue everything he talked about was great because he's yeah. just like the whole place was rigged to go bad and he's just like oh, I can't believe
0: things are going wrong yeah weird yeah we built this like, so nothing could ever go wrong. Oh, look, someone shut off all the power. <laughs> yeah, was like,
1: oh, yeah, we made it so that the only way to shut off everything was you had to get into this room. But we made it so the door
0: won't open. Yeah. Weird. What? Yeah, I uh, I really liked that. I liked all the stuff with all the different. I like how the name of the game actually played into it, <laughs> yeah. where it's like, all right, we need you to jump back in time using your, your fart time powers. We can't. You've got a fractured butthole. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, well, that's stupid. Yeah. Like who fractures a butthole? Yeah.
1: And then it and then all of the weird time travel stuff really starts getting in there. Yeah. Like there were mentions of time travel stuff
0: yeah. up to that point. And you but use like your fart mechanics to like pause time and like, you know, skip people's turns by like rewinding time and like that's how you solve some of the puzzles and stuff. Yeah. Um But it's like really started going crazy there when,
1: you know, all of a sudden you're traveling back in time to like your own past. Yeah to the, the uh, origin story scene that Cartman was making up, but for some
0: reason you actually traveled back in time yeah. to the thing that you made up. Well, you had to go back in time to stop your dad from fucking your mom. Yeah. That's very important. Otherwise, you know, it ruins your origin story. Yeah. Yep. Uh,
1: then, then you're like traveling back in time, you're traveling forward in time. Yeah the the
0: woodland critters come out of nowhere. Oh, man, that that fight was so hard. They were so that good. It was really fucking hard. Yeah. That was really hard. They were really good though. I'm glad that they got that they made an appearance. Um I like that the townspeople in South Park would just vote for Mitch Connor uh, to be the mayor. Well no Mitch Connor was drugging him. No, he wanted to be mayor so he could drug them. No, he was drugging them before then. Really? Yeah, that's the whole reason oh, they were stealing right. the cats. Yeah, yeah. But still, like, and they it's were still... they were
1: spiking all the drugs because remember every time we went to the nighttime stuff, everybody yeah. was, like, was like going like, crazy up. and destroying yeah. everything. It's because he was drugging everyone in town so he could win the election.
0: Well, yeah, but like he was drugging them so crime would go up. But they still had to go during the day and cast a ballot for a hand. Like <laughs> that, they
1: no one can tell. No one can tell Mitch Connor is just a hand. I
0: know, but I just think that's really funny. Is devilish, it Devilish disguise. I love the swearing in ceremony where like he's he's talking with his hand and he's like all right raise your right hand and then, and then Cartman's it's... other hand goes up and it's just like what <laughs> I thought it would be really funny if there was like a tiny little hand like that came off of his like, like his or his like thumb went out yeah exactly like I thought that would have been really really funny um, but I still I really enjoyed that bit I liked everything about like and the then story. and
1: then the whole thing with. Um... Then Kyle comes out and he's like, No,
0: Dude, I'm really Mitch Connor. And he has his own Mitch- Eric. <laughs> but Eric is still doing the voice yeah. for it. <laughs> Knock it off, Kyle. And then like I love the showdown where and we're in the last sixty seconds of spoilers. Uh, I like the showdown where it's like, all right, on the count of three, we're both gonna admit we were making it up. One, two, three, I was making it up. Ha! Hey, got you. I, uh,
1: I can't believe Kyle <laughs> fell for that. Should have seen it coming I a mile know. away.
0: What did you think of uh, the Human kite too be coming back as like the giant mutant.
1: Oh, the evil clone human yeah. kite. That was pretty great. That was a hard fight too. That was a what, long fight.
0: Which was your favorite summon? Was it Moses or Cheesy Gerald or Classy or Um I forget what the last one was. It was
1: a uh, Jimbo and Oh yeah, Jimbo and Jimbo yeah. Ned. Yeah. Um Jimbo and Ned. I always like that one. I liked the, Classy. The, it's coming right for us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I liked Classy because it's just she drives the car through and goes Fuck you asshole. <laughs> that was great
1: I also I was just glad to see her name actually written out because oh, yeah. they always describe it but I never saw it written out
0: oh yeah they, they do it on the show alright so that's going to be it for spoilers Three, two, we're going to cut it one. short beep 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 there it is so that's the end of spoilers no more spoilers welcome folks. back uh, we'll just talk in vague generalities but yeah that thing that you were talking about it was on the show and you saw it written out for the first time like on the show
1: oh okay um but yeah, it's exactly as it's described. I need to go back. I actually had to go back and watch some of the older episodes again. Yeah, because there were a lot of like really kind of obscure in jokes that yeah. like were only one episode things. Yeah, like one of the rooms you can go to is had the um, crack baby basketball league was yep.
0: one of the buildings. Yeah, from a couple seasons ago.
1: Yeah, and I had to like go back and rewatch that episode just to kind of remind myself. And I was going like, oh, that's why that like disgusting brown uh, jacuzzi is there because Cartman filled the jacuzzi with. Uh, gravy so it could sit in it and eat french fries yeah
0: kfc gravy um but yeah so obviously we won't talk about the story spoilers anymore but yeah in terms of the game i thought the same thing like the combat got a lot better once it introduced not necessarily new mechanics but you got new powers and you were yeah once you could do all like the fart powers yeah and you could mix and match your power sets based on like what character classes and whatever Mm. that you chose um so that was a really cool thing because then you could you could actually impact your character a bit more when you can mix and match what your power sets were mm. as opposed to just being stuck when you have
1: a, a huge variety of things to mix from. Yeah. Because for a while, yeah, I was just basically using one power set.
0: Yeah. And, and then you can, make... I was like,
1: these are moves are getting boring. I want more shit. And you would get like one or two here, but once you got to the point where you could use a ton of them, yeah. you were like, okay, now I'm like constantly switching it up
0: and you switch between each fight. figuring
1: out which one works better, which yep. ultimate is the better ultimate to use. Yeah.
0: And I like too that like later on in the game, not only do they introduce more like ways in which your character can play, but they also introduce a lot more things where it's objective based to win the round. It's not just kill everybody. It's mm-hmm. like kill a specific person, do a specific like make it from one end of the map to the other end. Yeah, or like knock these people into the pit or whatever. Like mm-hmm. there's that whole. Oh,
1: that one well, I forgot about that whole. Yeah, mark, that one actually, was really difficult. Station.
0: Yeah, that was really difficult at first because like. I didn't have the right character set up that had knockback powers. Uh, yeah, um, I
1: had that same problem. So I had to do it a couple of times. But I actually, I, I eventually managed to do it in the one run. I, I only had to do that fight like one time, but yeah. it was a pain in the ass. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I think I had to do it a couple of times just because I wasn't. I didn't have the right team going into it. So I had to like mix and match and change some powers and stuff like that. But like the game introduces a lot more of those different mechanics um, and it helps um, like make it for a more enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else did you play this week? Uh,
1: well, after beating Fractured but Whole, uh, I was still kind of riding high on the South Park yep uh, train, but uh, I still had a couple more days until like Friday until when all the Friday, stuff came yeah. in because I, I finished the game up on Monday. So I was like, well, it still got like three days, and yeah. I could have like went back and finished uh, like I never finished the Surge. I haven't finished Lord of the Rings yet, mm-hmm. um, but I was I was still like. You were still in South Park Oh, mode. yeah. I was still in such South Park mode that yeah. I started playing Stick of Truth again. Because nice. I got the free copy that I never ended up playing. Yeah. Uh, so I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go back and play that again. And I, I played it for, you know, basically the three days leading up to it. I've got maybe like eight hours into it. Yeah. Um, but I've already beaten it before. So once Friday rolled around, it was now time for the new games to come out. Sure was. Uh, so I did pick up Mario mm-hmm. Odyssey and I picked up Assassin's Creed. How was Assassin's Creed? Uh, we'll get into Mario. Yeah, we'll like get into in Mario because that's the only thing you played um well, so side south park because i finished South yeah park yeah as well. um but uh, yeah i picked up assassin's creed uh well i you know i've talked about assassin's creed a couple of times my like my you know love hate relationship i should say with assassin's creed like so i really like, like the can, games
0: i feel like everybody's got to love hate i don't think there's anybody that like fully like full-on loves assassin's creed without acknowledging that it has a lot of issues yeah
1: that's the thing like i enjoy the games but they are very very flawed games yes um, a lot of times, and the, uh, obviously, you know, it, every time one of them comes out, it always seems like something is incredibly broken about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel the same way with this one. Uh, it's it's a good game. I am thoroughly enjoying it. It has a lot of flaws, but I think it's a lot better than the last, you know, the recent wave of Assassin's yeah. Creed games. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Like I am having a good time with the game. I do think it's very very good. It looks incredible. Yeah um
0: there are some and you're playing it on xbox yeah on
1: xbox Uh, it looks incredible um there are some things that like i don't know if they're it's just not properly optimized and needs to be patched like um you know it it feels like on like while the environments look great it looks like the character animations are really kind of choppy yeah and it feels like there's a lot of like stuttering in between some of the stuff that my character like when he's running around. I'm like, eh, it looks like a little glitchy or something. You know, it doesn't properly mesh in well with the environments. So, yeah, um, that's just like nitpicky. Uh, Otherwise, like, so far the story is pretty interesting. I'm not crazy far into it because, like I said, when it comes to Assassin's Creed games, like, I do everything before moving on to the next area. I, like, have to go and find every hidden treasure and, you know, get every synchronization point and, you know, kill any targets that I have to assassinate. Um, So I'm not crazy far into the story, but from what I've seen of the story, I really like it. It throws you really into it right off the bat. Like, it just starts off with you in the middle of a fight with somebody. Oh, wow. And like, I don't like, I don't know why I'm killing this guy. Like something's going on. Yeah. It it just like, it's, it's just go from the start and you get out and like, you talk to a friend and he's like, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta go and find these guys and kill them and get my revenge. And I'm like, all right. Like, I hope I find out why I'm doing this. Yeah. Because you're and, a bad person. That's why. Yeah. Well, and now they're yeah. You're just out to you're to a kill terrible people.
0: human being. It's the whole game. It's just yeah. Murder.
1: And like slowly but surely, it's like piecing together some of the backs. You know, you have flashbacks that clearly, you know, it's like uh, clearly somebody murdered somebody close to me, and now I'm out for revenge. Yeah. Um. And I'm sure that's all going to be filled in as time goes by. Yeah. Um. But graphically, like I said, it looks good. Story wise, I'm I'm not too far into it, so I can't really you know talk about that mm-hmm. but from what I've seen so far I have a feeling it's going to get a lot more interesting um, combat wise
0: is yeah. the biggest change of this yeah let's game. talk about that because you had texted me what the combat was like and I was pleasantly surprised on your behalf
1: yeah um, they really completely like they said that they were working on a new combat system yeah I thought like by saying that it meant it's still going to be the old combat system but like tweaked in a way rewards you more or whatever yeah know. because the series has had like a basic combat style through the whole thing they're usually tweaked in various ways yeah. throughout the 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 it, progression of the series—it's Arkham, like, right? Where yeah, it's, it's Arkham. It's, sm- it's
0: smash square and then parry yeah, it's, with triangle, it's
1: like wait, counter, parry, yeah. block, attack, kind yeah. of thing. Where you're just sitting there as enemies surround you and they come at you, and you can either like block them or parry them or attack them. Yep. Uh, yes, yeah, so the, the Ark. Even though the Arkham system took it from Assassin's Creed. Did it? Yeah, Assassin's Creed was out long before Arkham
0: did. I don't. I, that doesn't sound right. When did When did Assassin's Creed first come out? Two thousand eight. Uh, I don't know.
1: Because I feel
0: like they came out around the same time. Let's find out. You look up Assassin's Creed 1, and I will look up Arkham Asylum. Oops, I just typed in ass-ass. That's right. Or you just didn't I penetrate. just typed in
1: ass-ass. That's all I typed in. <laughs> uh All
0: right, Batman Arkham Asylum came out in 2009. So it would have been, yeah, the year after Assassin's Creed 1. Because I think that came out in
1: 2008. Uh... When was the very first one come out? 2007.
0: Oh, wow. Seven. There yeah. you go. All right. So then, yeah, you're right. Continue. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, um, this one, uh, the control
0: scheme is straight up right out of Dark Souls. Wow. Which I was really right surprised by. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why well, we have to stop there because I said you're not allowed to talk about any Souls type games. Oh, so damn it. We're out of here. Next segment. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. The, the, well, I should
1: say the controls are straight up. Yeah. Uh, Dark Souls. Yes, it uses the same like right bumper is light attack, uh, right trigger is heart attack, uh, X is dodge, and like left bumper is block. Mm-hmm. It uses the exact same control scheme. Uh, you're right, like it's Dark Souls, so it's right up my alley because I've been playing all the Dark Souls and yep. Bloodborne and Surge games. So when it fir- when I first realized that, I was like, "Holy shit! Like, what the fuck? Like, why did they go with this?" This game's about me. Well, it's weird because would I say 2007? So for 10 years I've been playing Assassin's Creed games yep. and all of a sudden the combat system is something completely different. Even though I'm so used to playing the dark souls type games, yeah. I have 10 years of ingrained like
0: Assassin's Creediness. Yeah.
1: Like burrowed into my brain. Yeah. So, so when you see
0: the assassin on screen, you expect to square his I, punch. I keep
1: trying to play it like Assassin's Creed yeah, and I keep like getting fucked up because of that. Cause my mind just is having a hard time processing this fact that it's a completely different combat style. Yeah. Um, and and be, even though it has the same kind of control scheme as Dark Souls, it's still not, like, exactly Dark Souls controls. Like, the dodging isn't as in-depth as, say, Bloodborne or Dark Souls 3 was. You yeah, know, it's naturally. just, like, a slight step back as opposed to a full-on roll where you could, like, roll all over the place nonstop. Yeah. It's just kind of like he slightly steps to the left or the right. Um, But it's still, like, pretty good. Like, it lends itself to the game pretty well. Nice. And... um like you know it's it's taking a little time to get used to it but yeah. the minute I like I'm starting to get used to it I'm like okay this is yeah this is pretty good um it just seems like a weird choice to change it completely yeah this far And, you know they said like we're going to take a year we're going to make like a whole new fresh start yeah we're going to revamp assassin's creed which it still seems fe- like they have everything else still feels like assassin's creed yeah except for that so it's very bizarre
0: yeah cuz it's just this one change inside of what is essentially a the very similar game. Mm-hmm. What is the... Uh, so you're in ancient Egypt. What is the like climbing and eagle visioning? Is Are there a lot of high spots to go to? Because it doesn't seem like it would lend itself well for the like the jumping roof to roof kind of thing from yeah. a high point of view.
1: Yeah. I, I gotta say the world is incredibly varied. Mm-hmm. Um, it it probably feels like the most real world out of any of the games so far. That's pretty good. Yeah. And like the, the way that the environments are set up and the cities are all structured... Um, you're right, it doesn't really lend itself to a lot of the traditional climbing aspects of them. Yeah. I haven't gotten to, like, a huge, huge city yet. Like, it oh, starts okay. off with you just kind of in a small, yeah. you know, in the middle of the desert town. Yeah. Um, but even when you get to, like, you know, the, the mountain ranges and stuff, and you're yeah. climbing up, like, the side of rock faces, it still has a general feel of an Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. But... Like I said, the world feels the most real. Like, everything feels incredibly varied, no matter where you're going. So nothing so far has felt very stagnant. And it all, like, meshes very well. Like, the way that the crowd, the people are walking around the city, and the crowds are moving around. And the, the way that, like, you know, when you're going around and you just see, like, animals, you know, just running across the plains while you're going you're just like, oh, look, some fucking hyenas. Like, I need to kill them for leather. Like, I'll yeah. just hop off my horse and start killing them. Yeah. But the world feels the most real out of, like, any any Assassin's Creed game I've played so far.
0: So the hay bales are much more realistic in this one? Is that is true? That <laughs> there, there are still the hay bales. Yeah. yeah. Well, how else would you hide as an assassin if there aren't hay bales?
1: Yeah, well, this is remember the assassins don't exist in this one yet. Oh, that's right. This This is the the origin, the origins of them. We haven't gotten to the point where the assassins uh, even exist, or at least I haven't yet. Have you done any modern day stuff yet? Yes, actually, just before was the like the first of the modern day stuff. Which uh, when the game starts off, it doesn't. There's no modern day like aspect to it right off the beginning. Um, you know, usually like you get like a little cutscene, or it, even if it's the kind of thing where you know the first time it starts up, you hear somebody like
0: yeah. talking
1: into the microphone, going like, "Okay, we're sending you into the animist right now. Like, yeah. you're gonna be doing this, blah 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 blah." Yeah. This one, it just starts off with you just in the drops fight you right in. Yeah, and I was kind of like playing it, going like, "I really kind of hope there's no modern day stuff." Yeah, they, that'd be I great. Mean, like if they just kind of got rid of that aspect with like this new part of the series, and you just assume that you're somebody playing. Because you don't really in the animus, need it. you don't need it. Um, but uh, when I finally got to the point before, like last time I stopped playing, mm-hmm. was when I got to the point where it put me into the modern time. Yeah. Um, well, I don't even know if it's modern time because the just time not Egypt. Yeah, not Egypt. Yeah. It's it's modern day. Yeah. I don't know where it falls into the timeline yeah. of how the story progresses. Yeah. Um, but it, I had just gotten to that part. Oh, okay. And it was very brief, like, uh, it, it, you're a a woman in the animus, and she, like, gets up, and you're in an ancient, like, Egyptian cave, but she, like, set up a little lab area for her yeah, so yeah. she can get inside the animus. And, like, you can just, like, walk out of it, and you see that she's just in the middle of the desert, and she's like, well, I don't want to go too far, or else I'll like, get lost in the desert. Yeah. And she's like, all right, you get a phone call, and someone says, like, pick up that bottle. And you're like, okay. Okay, get back in the animus. So I'm like, okay, good. Like, yeah, I don't want a lot. I don't want. If you're, if you're gonna have me doing this stuff, at least it's not like the other games where like you gotta play for like a fucking hour. Yeah, in the modern time stuff, and you're just like, God, this is killing it. And like, he can't I can't run. Wanna, yeah, and you have just, to walk slowly. There's no combat. Yeah. It's just
0: walking around poking at stuff while Kristen Bell yells at you to do something. Oh shit!
1: Look. Kristen Bell was in the first one. Yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah, I, I don't remember. I think she was in the beginning of the second one too, and that's when I kind of stopped. Uh, but yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, it was very, very brief and I hope it stays that way. Nice. Cause I don't want it to bog down the game like the other ones have. Yeah. Um, you can get out at any time apparently. Like there's a button that you can press to just get out of the
0: animus. In case you want to pick up that bottle again. Yeah. Fair enough. I,
1: there was nothing to do in the modern day stuff, so yeah. I don't know exactly why they put that there, but I mean, at least you got the option. Yeah. Maybe like you'll get a message in the animus that says like, Hey, something's going on. Do you want to get out? Yeah. You can get out at any time if you want. Yeah. Or just fucking stay in the animus. I'll just stay in the animus.
0: Nice. Well, that's good. I'm glad that it's different enough to where it doesn't feel like.
1: I'm I'm surprised at how much I'm enjoying it. Like, I was fully expecting to pick it up and just be like, yep, it's another Assassin's Creed. But, uh, I mean, even with Mario to play, like, I'm having a hard time sometimes choosing which one I want to play. Yeah.
0: Yeah, see, that's why I'm glad I didn't get any of the other games that came out on Friday because I just got. I just got Mario, and I made sure to finish up South Park before Mario came out because I didn't want to have to have that like you're holding the Mario in your hand, but going like, I gotta finish this, yeah, oh. I'm like Mario, but oh, this other game, like uh, I don't know, like I didn't have that push and pull of playing a different game. Um, but how do you like Mario then? All right, so yeah, let's jump right into it because the only other game, like I said, that I played was South Park, which we just we, we already just went talked over. about. Um, so we'll jump right into our main segment today, uh, which is Mario Odyssey came out on Friday. It is the first 3D, like, truly 3D Mario since GameCube? Or, I guess, Galaxy.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, Galaxy was yeah. a full...
0: And Galaxy 2. Yeah. I mean, 3D World wasn't what this game is. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I don't. You wouldn't count 3D World as, like, a true... No, because that, that's more like a new Super Mario Brothers like, start-to-finish style that's just in isometric 3D. Yeah. I mean, um, I love those games. I yeah, no, the great. games were good, but it's not, like, this style of game. Yeah. Um, but initial impressions it's great yeah I absolutely love it I, so far yeah
1: clearly I, I like like I said with Assassin's Creed I was expecting to go and being like eh it's Assassin's Creed yeah this one I went in going like it's
0: fucking Mario can't wait yeah yeah and it, it is that like, yeah and I got everything I want out of it yeah and so like I think I've only played like I don't know five or six hours at this point just because I got it Friday when I was at work and I played a little bit after work on Friday and then like had to work Saturday which sucked and then, you know, like Saturday night, it was Halloween parties and like going out, like I went to a football game. It's so like I did oh, stuff. You had a life, huh? I know. Dude, being a, social butterfly, yeah, being a social butterfly is very difficult when Mario Odyssey is at home because <laughs> uh, I can't just like bring it and sit there and play because I don't look like an asshole. Uh, or then people would be crowding around me and like judging my play and I don't want that either. Um, and then I played like a little bit uh, today, which is Sunday, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, there's so many things to do in it. There's so many things to collect. There's something like I think there's 800 moons. I think there's 999. Nine? Wow, really? Yeah. All right. Well, then 999. And I've gotten moons. like 70. Yeah. I think. And I'm like, and I've I've put
1: a lot of time in it because I didn't do anything yesterday other yeah. besides alternate between playing Assassin's Creed and Mario. Mario. Yeah. Um. So when I realized there was 999, I went and I like realized I only had like 70 at the time. I went, holy. Uh,
0: so many
1: uh, uh, I'm gonna put I'm, so much time into this game yeah but like, I'm gonna go, get all of them
0: I'm excited to like go and collect them because it's different where like there was 900 Korok seeds in Breath of the Wild and I couldn't give two shits about going to get them yeah like you know some of the puzzles well, were was, cool yeah, yeah and, like, like,
1: there was kind of no incentive no really, was no really- there was an incentive but like you didn't feel a drive for it. There was no. nothing that was like made it feel like you needed to get these. No.
0: And this is one of those times where like like, a bonus, this is one of those times where an achievement or trophy system for the switch would be great oh, because man. then like, Oh look, you can get a trophy for all the different things you get and all the different puzzles and how quickly you get them. And you know. well, you can, you buy stuff. No, you buy stuff with the coins.
1: Yeah. You don't get anything for collecting the moons. No. You get nothing
0: other than the ability to go to the next level, but you only need like a third of what's in that level to progress to the next one. So there's no incentive other than I want to see what other cool game mechanics they put in here. I want to see what they're so well hidden and like a lot. Well, I mean, there's a lot of them that are super easy. Yeah. They're like, you can see it from anywhere. You, Oh look, there's a moon up there. Let me just figure out how to get there. And then I got a moon, but there's a lot of them that are like
1: really, really cleverly hidden or like there's a really clever, you know, thing to getting them. Yeah, like all the things where you find the Mario like straw Mario figure, and you throw the hat onto it, and it makes a thing appear to get the coin or the moon. I don't
0: think I've seen any of. You have seen one
1: of those? It's usually after you beat the level, a like yeah. little like Mario. Oh, like a straw, scarecrow. like scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I That's did the, see one of those in the and level you throw the, the hat screen. on it, and it makes like a thing appear, and you have to figure it's out a time how to. Trial. Yeah, it's a yeah. time trial before the yeah. time runs out. Yeah,
0: those I'm really enjoying. Yeah, those are great um and like each one kind of does a different thing like you have to do a different thing well to get there like some of them you have to go through a 2d style of mario which i talked about in the demo how it switches sometimes like you go into a pipe and all of a sudden you're mario one yeah like you're playing left to right um like that part's really cool And sometimes you have to do that then you have to do stuff in the 3d you have to wall jump you have to be good at you know using the hat you have to be good at all kinds of different things like to get wherever the moon is to do these things. And like the, the cool thing for me is that all these different mechanics just play so well together that like, there's one where you overtake a tank, like you throw your hat into a tank and you're driving this tank and the tank drives just like the game shell shocked in Mario party. Which I love that game. And it just felt so cool to be like driving around in that same kind of feel, just like shooting stuff and like killing all these enemies and like blowing just up. Looking tanks. for blocks to yeah. destroy with yeah, it. Yeah, just looking for stuff to blow up with it. It's it's just so cool. Uh I love flying bullet bills. I mm-hmm. thought that was a really fun mechanic. There's a whole maze in one of the like the very first level. There's a maze and you just capture a bullet bill and you gotta fly it through this maze and try to get all these different power moons and like that that part's really cool. Um what was your favorite, like, mechanic that you've done so far? Like, puzzle that you've kind of done? I mean, like, there's no real spoilers, I guess.
1: Yeah, you can't really but, spoil
0: Mario. Well, you can in the terms of, like, you know, telling someone how to do a specific thing. But, yeah. it, like, if there's a mechanic where it's like, oh, there was one where I had to, you know, do whatever, then that's fine. But, yeah, because obviously we don't want to spoil it because it just came out a couple days ago. And, I mean, the story is very basic. It's Bowser kidnaps Peach and he wants I, to marry You know her. what's
1: weird? I actually for once feel a lot more invested in it.
0: Yeah. Because now they could get married and like, yeah, we don't want that.
1: I mean, just, this isn't really a spoiler, but it's Mario or Bowser kidnaps princess peach. Um, and he's going to marry her this time. He's yeah. planning the wedding, which
0: you've seen from the Amiibos and the trailers. Yeah. And like, that's, yeah, yeah, that's not a spoiler.
1: Um, but what it is is he's, Bowser is going from the different worlds of, you know, Mario kingdom or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, And each one of them has a part of the wedding planning process. So, like, one world has, they have a ring
0: that's like The the bands of togetherness or something like that? Something like that.
1: Yeah. Or the the hoops of togetherness or something. Where it's like, all right, they're wedding rings. Yeah, they're the wedding rings. And then one place they have, like, a magical dress that's, like, the centerpiece of the city. And Bowser wants to steal that dress to give it to Peach for her wedding. Yeah. And you're going through these things basically trying to disrupt the... Uh, process of them getting everything they need for the wedding yeah. one world has like a bouquet of flowers that bowser's going to steal all the flowers yeah um and for once like i'm kind of invested in the story because i'm like fuck him like yeah. i want to stop him though. you can't steal that yeah. and like i want to save the tiara the the kathy's Cat- little, little sister who was yeah. a tiara as opposed to a hat uh so i'm like before it was just like I know Peach is at the end of it, but now yeah. I feel like there's kind of an objective. There's yeah. a goal to each thing that I'm doing. Yeah, it's not just that, like... It's not just I'm moving from world to world to world in the process. Now there's a reason I'm going to these worlds. I to it's just
0: the next world. Yeah, because like normally with the Mario, it's just like, oh, she's in another castle. Yeah. She's like in he- world
1: eight, but you can't just go from world one to world eight. got to go through all the other worlds in yeah. between.
0: Now it's you're chasing him as he's going on this quest to collect these yeah, things. Yeah, to and you're his like, evil plan. Whoa. Fuck you, guy. I don't mm-hmm. like that. It's um, very simplistic. It's not the oh, most yeah. in-depth
1: story ever, no. but I'm—I feel more motivated.
0: Yeah, it does make it, it does get you like it does get you into the story a little bit more because there, Bowser is doing something, so it feels like you're doing something as opposed mm-hmm. to just yeah, you got to run through the world because that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot better too. Um, I don't remember what I, I was going to ask you a question and I forgot. Uh, you were asking me about my favorite mechanic. Yes. What was like? What's your favorite new mechanic in this?
1: Uh, I mean obviously the capture mechanic is the best aspect of it. Um, it is really cool.
0: And I've gotten used to it now. I know when I played the demo I wasn't like used to the like throwing of the hat and jumping on it like I got that now. I've I figured it out and it seems easier for me than it did before.
1: Um but it, it is weird that like it's the only mechanic. Yes. In this game we were talk we were walking around at Toys R Us earlier before recording this. And I was looking at the Nintendo toys that they had there and there was a like Fire Mario toy, like Mario in the, you know, white suspenders from the red shirt. Yep. And I, it it dawned on me that there are no, like, fire flowers in this game. There's There's no... no, Suits. Yeah, there's no, you know, Tanuki suit or anything like that. It's all just a capturing. Yeah. And, like, I get why they did that because they, you know, they want you to focus on that aspect as opposed to, you know, going to the well of old Mario designs. But it is... And you know what? It, like it took me seeing that to realize it. So I, it must—it's not a huge loss because no. I wasn't even thinking about it until yeah. I was confronted with it. Um, but it does seem weird that like none of the classic Mario conventions are in this game.
0: Yeah, and it's it's weird, too, because we were talking, and the only thing that we really kind of miss is there's no run.
1: Yeah, that's the, really, that's the only complaint I would really have about the game, yeah. the, the lack of a run feature.
0: Like, you could still do a run feature. So, like, I think they take out the run feature because the button that would normally be your run is the throw the hat. You can just put a different button though. That's true. But what you could also do is you could, I could throw the hat to start my run the same way I would throw a fireball to start my run when I had fire powers.
1: Yeah. You never, you would have to like jump and then run in the classic ones usually, didn't you?
0: No, you would run and, but like, so you would run and then, well,
1: usually you would hit the button and it would be some action and then he would start running. Yeah.
0: Um, there wasn't just a straight run button. Well, it was unless you had a unless you had a fire power up or a okay. Tanuki suit because I'm right, like yeah. if you had the Tanuki suit you, like, spin sus, tail and you then would spin running. and start running. But yeah. like so, you could throw the hat and then start running, and the hat would catch up to you because that's what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I'm surprised it's not there, especially when it gets to those 2D moments where you're playing Mario One, because I'm going through these sections and I'm forgetting about the run button, which you be- can do which when which you're exists, in the 2D mode. Yeah, which exists there because it's classic Mario, and I forget about it because I haven't been using it the whole time, and then sometimes I go to like, I go from that section to go back to playing as, like, the regular, you know, you have the hat. And I keep pr- – I'm, like, trying to jump from, like, one building to the next or one, like, gap. And I try to do the run and I don't. You try and to build up the momentum. Yeah, Because exactly. you're thinking, I like, oh, I
1: better, like, yeah. step back and then, you know, run forward. And, it, and, like, the motion is in there because if you are going down a hill, yeah, he, he picks up speed, he starts running. He does a thing where he puts his hands out to the side, like, yeah. classic Mario run feature. Yep. Um, so obviously like the animation there and the mechanic is there. It's just weird that it took away the ability to do it. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, that, that was odd though. I have gotten used to using the roll as like a quick travel kind of thing mm. where like I just roll to go someplace faster. Uh, cause that seems to be working in absence of a run button, but that is one of those things where I noticed it's like, oh, I kind of, I kind of miss it in most instances, but it, it's going
1: back to the Assassin's Creed thing where like I've have twenty five years of experience playing Mario games and yeah. every aspect of that tells me I hold down this button to run and I'm constantly trying to do it even though I know it's not gonna work.
0: Yeah. And that's like that's the weird thing about it. Um but yeah, I mean just I'm just having such a blast with it. Like mm-hmm. I I'm regretting that we're not playing it now. Yeah. Like when you walked over I went, shows cancelled I'm playing Mario.
1: <laughs> like I'm surprised go, you don't have it like go propped away. up in switch mode. Oh no I'm playing like, you know, just with the Joy Cons.
0: I so. wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, like that but speaking of which have you how have you played it so far because obviously the big thing about the switch is you can play games in so many different ways how have you played the game so
1: far Uh, i've mainly just been playing it in handheld mode yeah because um it's a perfect game for like putting something on the tv yeah and then like just laying back on my couch and playing in handheld mode so i've been been watching a lot of trailer park boys and playing mario
0: (laughs) Um, so, have you tried the motion controls at all? None. Okay. So, I, I didn't
1: even, you were, I, I wasn't even aware that the motion controls still work even when you're playing in dock mode because I didn't you were doing, you were like yeah. shaking your system around and like spinning it and twirling and like shaking it to make him, you know, do weird little hat throws. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't even know I could do that.
0: Yeah. Well, that was mostly because I wanted to see if it worked. I, because I haven't really, the only ways that I've really played it, I played it in tabletop mode where I had the dock out and I was playing with split Joy Con. Because uh, I did that at work when I like on my breaks after I picked up the game because I forgot my like the Joy-Con dock or whatever for mm-hmm. the the two split Joy-Con, and it's cool. Like split Joy-Con, it's almost like the way they want you to play it in a way. I
1: heard like everything I've heard people are saying it's the best way to play the game
0: because like you're sitting there and it's just it's so relaxing to run around and like I played Zelda a little bit with split Joy-Con when I was just like dicking around in the world, but it's really cool because you could just you just flick your flick your wrist and you throw the hat. And then you, you can flick your wrist in different directions and it will throw the hat like up or, you know, wherever it is you want it to go. You can spin it. So that way it does this cool like spin attack with the hat uh, to clear out multiple enemies. And that looks really cool. And you can do that pretty easily with the split joy con. It works with the... Uh, like the Pro Controller as well, and I assume if you put the Joy Cons in their little dock, it'll do it too. Um, but I just haven't. done I played with the Pro Controller too because they played it on the TV. Those are the only two ways I've really played the game. But it was cool to know that the motion control stuff works even in handheld because you can, you know, tilt the, the system and it does the weird special throws. Because there are some moons that I guess in the game you can only get to if you have these like motion controls. Um, something you know very early on. And this again, it's not a spoiler because you capture all kinds of stuff. You and you have to capture the frog. Um, I guess if you're using split Joy-Con, you can make the frog jump higher. You can do like a super jump that you can't do when you're using buttons, which is weird. I was just
1: thinking uh, because one of the things I have a hard time with is doing the thing where like you throw the hat you keep the button down and it stays in place spinning and then you jump on it to get like across a wider gap. See,
0: isn't that really weird when you Uh, first start?
1: It is. Yeah. It's very hard to like, cause you're trying to hold down the button to get it to spin as well as hitting the other button to jump. So being able to like throw the hat just by shaking it. How do you hold it in place though? Do you still have to hold the button down?
0: Yeah. That you would do a button thing for that. I believe. Um, one thing that really helped me with getting over that like hat mechanic was realize was using it like a run button where like you throw it and even in like older marios when i run and like when i'm trying to do not a speed run but like trying to go through a level quickly mm-hmm. i'm holding down that button constantly so once i realized like oh it's not that weird to throw it hold it and then like roll my thumb onto jump then it became a lot easier to like grasp it and understand it but yeah it that mechanic was really weird to me when i first started playing cuz i was yeah. just like what the fuck i didn't fuck?
1: realize that was what you were talking about when you were talking about that. Yeah. Was that and, like it
0: doesn't stay out long enough for you to go run and jump on it unless you hold it down. Yeah. So.
1: And it's just – it it's like kind of frustrating because – I don't know, I, I, like, I keep fucking it up, and, like, I, I try to jump, but by jumping, I let go of the hold of the spin. Yeah. So then, like, I jump, but then it comes back to me, and, and I completely missed a thing. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, I did that a lot when I was playing, like, the demo and stuff, and then once I got the game, I, like, the first couple, like, I think the first world where you're exploring, I really tried to, like, all right, let me get a hang of this mechanic because I feel like I'm going to need it uh, a lot more as the game progresses, so. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's no, we don't have a lot, more to go into because we you know we've only had the game for a couple of days now so we'll probably go more in depth and maybe do spoilery stuff if need be like next week or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know i really like it like I, and i really like to the um turns out bowser's the good guy the I whole know. time i know right um i really like the that they make buying clothes good
1: oh my god the clothes because
0: like the clothes are great first I, of all, I'm right? so... the different outfits oh my choice, god fantastic I'm... I've
1: never switched up my clothes yeah. as much in a game as I do in this. I am constantly
0: changing yeah. the costumes because they're all so good. Yeah. Too. What's your favorite so far? Um, I don't know. The uh, there's like a like a mafia like pinstripe suit that you get when you get to New Donk City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like that one because it just fits with the motif of the city and it's just really really cool. Um, but yeah, like you have these shops where you can buy clothes and you can buy hats and some of the clothes like work into puzzles. Like you need to mm-hmm. have a certain outfit in order to go yeah, like, into a certain area because yeah. you've got to disguise yourself as a construction worker. Or or like, unless you're, unless
1: you're wearing swim clothes, you can't get in here.
0: Yeah. Cause you don't look like you're going for a swim or like, Hey, you're, you're not in a sombrero. You don't look like one of us go put on a sombrero. And so like it emphasizes you having to change your wardrobe. Whereas other games, it's purely cosmetic. You can do it if you want, but like, why? Yeah, Like, you know, the only other times where changing clothes is cool is like superhero games because you just want your favorite costume. But that doesn't impact the game at all. You just do it because you like seeing the different costumes. Like, yeah, this rewards that's, that's, you for doing That's how doing it was it. with South Park. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I never they really They didn't changed. do anything. No.
1: So I just like picked my favorite one. I was like, I'm just going to stick with this. Yeah.
0: And then it was that for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one actively says like, hey, you should probably go, uh, probably go get changed if you want to. Like, mm-hmm. you can probably maybe do some stuff. Who and knows? there's so
1: many of them that. Oh, yeah. Like, my, my favorite is I wear the cowboy hat and the poncho. That's a good one. So I look like the man with no name. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. Clint Eastwood now. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, oh, it's so cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything else from your initial reactions that you want to... Game of the year? I Too early to tell. Yeah. Well, I don't well, know how it's long... It's pretty late in the year. I know, but like, I don't know how long it's going to be. If it's like, I don't know if I'm... You know, if I go through and I've collected enough moons to go to the next world, like how many worlds are there? I don't really, I don't really know how long it's going to take me to get through all of them. Obviously, I'm having a blast with it now, but I'd have to think, I'd have to seriously like think about what like my game of the year is, and probably have to finish some of the other games that I didn't get a chance to finish too.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, There's a bunch of things I haven't played. It, it is the number one selling game on Amazon right
0: now for 2017. That's right. It is uh, because everything else on that list is like cards and <laughs> controllers. <laughs> Uh, but surprisingly, Nintendo has like all of the top-selling games on Amazon.
1: Yeah, games-wise, they're they're killing it. Um, let me take a look at the list here. So the top three best-selling video game because this is like video game and video game related stuff yeah. on their Amazon list. So like it also has like consoles and controllers and stuff.
0: Yeah, like uh, three-month cards of PlayStation yeah. Plus. Or so Xbox Live. the top
1: three best-selling things are. $20 PlayStation Store card, $10 PlayStation Store card, and $50 PlayStation Store card. Yeah. So, a lot of people are buying it. digital content. Killing it. Which is really weird that that's on Amazon, because you would think like a lot of people have Amazon Prime, and they'd be wanting to buy physical copies of stuff, because you yeah, get but, them for 20% off.
0: But you get it for your microtransactions, you get it for your digital download games. Uh, yeah, buying
1: season passes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, because you
0: don't get the 20% off on Amazon for digital download codes, right?
1: No, it's only on physical.
0: Yeah, so... You know, that's probably what it is. People are just buying the cards for, you know, indie games or mini games or microtransactions or whatever. True. Loot boxes. Oh, God. The loot boxes. Yeah. So many loot boxes. So many loot boxes. But as for actual games... Yes.
1: Um, you got Super Mario Odyssey quickly, day one, jumped right to the top of the
0: best-selling game of 2017. That makes sense. Because, like, some people sure aren't going to get Zelda. Like... It's not necessarily for everybody. Anyone with a Switch is going to buy Mario. Everyone with a Switch is going to buy Mario. Yeah,
1: that's why you buy a Nintendo console to play Mario. Pretty much, and like
0: I know we talked about at the beginning, like when it first came out, Zelda had sold more copies than they had sold Switches. Did that?
1: Did that count? Was that just for Switch copies, or did that count? that
0: um, no, was just for switch copies it was like a 1.2 to 1 attach rate or something like that but that was probably because you know maybe somebody was buying a, you know somebody bought the switch didn't really like it gave it to somebody else or and they that couldn't person get, get a their Zelda. hand on the
1: switch at the time so they bought they, the game knowing that they were going to buy a switch once it became more available yeah
0: you know they were buying the collector's edition because they wanted the statue because there they was know, still a while where like switches were hard to get yeah they're a little bit easier now and then obviously with the odyssey bundle and the splatoon bundle like they're becoming more and readily available um but yeah, so like it didn't surprise me that probably not every Switch owner bought Mario. And granted, there's more Switches in the world now than there was at the time of Zelda. Um, so there are people who probably didn't buy Zelda that maybe got a system for splatoon or got a system just for mario mm-hmm. and then they'll get zelda for christmas or they'll get zelda later or whatever but... uh,
1: well surprisingly mario kart 8 was the next game after mario odyssey yeah which uh and then breath of the wild i was actually more surprised that mario kart 8 outsold breath of the wild at least on amazon
0: yeah but it, again it's a mario game like it's yeah but it's also a rehash yeah but like, you think that a lot it.
1: of people you know were just like i'll just stick with my I already bought it, so I'll just stick with my Wii U copy and play that when I want to.
0: But did a lot of people buy it? Probably not. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, it's a rehash, but it's a rehash from a system that only 12 million people owned. It's, isn't it really 12 million? 12 million Wii U's sold. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot, but
1: for but, a Nintendo console, it's but not a no, lot. no, it isn't. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think the Wii sold 12 million in, like, the first week or whatever. Like, the, Well, I don't the think there was 12 million months. available. No, but you know what I mean? Like, it's... yeah. Over the lifetime of a system, I think like 10 million in the first year was like PlayStation, mm-hmm. and I think at this point Switch is up to like four or something like. That. I, I forget what their exact numbers are, but it's it's a lot more than whatever Wii U sold over the lifetime of that console.
1: Uh, so yeah, so it's Super Mario Odyssey, then Mario Kart 8, then Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, uh, then number seven was the uh, Nintendo Switch. Itself. itself yeah which is funny because yeah the nintendo switch itself is selling less than the games yeah but that's because you can people have already did, you can just walk into in like 2017 a, did it what the switch
0: yeah when did it come out march jesus it's come out as long as we've been doing this podcast
1: huh oh that's right it started with that That's, <laughs> that's right. that was
0: a very though technically the second episode was our 48 hour impressions of what the switch was yeah so yes as long as we've been doing this which i know feels like a long time joe uh, it was March, but yeah, uh, the
1: bulk. I imagine the bulk of buying those are from buying them from
0: stores. Yeah, like you walk like, in, you store have to physically go, walk in. And buy oh it. shoot, they have it. I'm yeah. gonna buy it. Not uh, like I plan to buy it on Amazon, and I'll get one when I get one.
1: And then rounding out the top ten was uh, after that was more PlayStation cards. Yeah. So you had the one month PlayStation Plus membership, not the one year. People are buying them by the month. That's weird. Uh, that's fucking weird. Uh, and then sixty dollar and hundred dollar cards.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy that it's Switch and PlayStation cards. Yeah. That's what people are buying this year. Yeah. Uh, I think when we looked at farther down the list, like the first Xbox thing wasn't until like fifteen and it was a controller. Uh
1: fourteen was a wireless Xbox controller. Yeah. And then sixteen and seventeen were a ten dollar Microsoft gift card and a twelve month PlayStation mm-hmm. or Microsoft thing. And then eighteen was also switch yeah which was the red and blue one so i don't know if one was more available or people just preferred the gray consoles
0: i think one was probably more readily available Mm. but yeah i preferred the gray one that's why i bought it but but yeah no i mean mario doesn't surprise me that it's the best-selling game of the year so far and it's only been out for what will be now let's say sunday two days Mm -hmm. um so yeah that doesn't surprise because it's great and if you have a switch and didn't pick it up yet why Uh, But also, if you don't have a Switch, you want one because you want this game.
1: I'll be interested um, because Call of Duty comes out like next week.
0: Uh, Comes out on the 7th? Yeah, a week from Tuesday.
1: Yeah, so I'll be interested if uh, Call of Duty can unseat it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, mean, Call of Duty usually always sells crazy like gangbusters.
0: Yeah, it probably will. But, you know, we're not going to get it. So yeah. we disappointed a man today or a kid today because he asked us, he's like, do you guys have consoles? And we went, uh-huh. As We're, we're, in lo- the, we're
1: looking at Amiibos. Yeah,
0: we're in the video game section of Toys R Us. No, we're, like, not,
1: we're in the amiibo section. Yeah, but
0: like it's part of the video game oh, yeah. section. And he's like, you guys have consoles? And we went, uh-huh. And he goes, you getting that new Call of Duty? I went, no. And he looked at us and he's like, why? That's from your time.
1: <laughs> I, was I like, know.
0: Damn, man. Like, fuck, I'm not that old. And also, No. He's like, what? Like, dude, everybody played that back in the day. And I was like, yeah, but that's back in the day. I'm older now. I've I've moved past it. I'm not getting called. I'm sorry. Like the
1: mindset. Because in my head, when I look at young punks. Yeah. I think young punks play Call of Duty. Yeah. Not refined gentlemen like me. No, no, no. But this kid's looking at us going like, they're old. They probably play Call of Duty games like old fogies do.
0: No, well, he was looking at it from the perspective of those. Have you seen the commercials for the Call of Duty game? I don't watch TV. Oh, the commercials for the call, the newest Call of Duty are, it's going back to World War II Go round up your your squad from back. Oh, uh, that used you to play when you played, played like Call yeah.
1: of Duty two back on the Xbox three sixty. Yeah, well, like,
0: yeah, like back when you used to play with your friends on Call of Duty, or like when you played World at War. Like, go get your clanmates. No one played World at you War. You know, go get the all the people that you used to play Call, Call of, Duty of Duty with. Two is where it was at. Yeah, but like I, even then, Call of Duty didn't really blow up until four, and that yeah, was already four modern. was really where it like yeah. took off.
1: Two, like when two came out, it was just, it was like one of the three games available for the Xbox 360 when it came out.
0: Um, But yeah, so the the commercial is basically like, it's a bunch of, you know, 30 somethings like driving around in a car, like going to like their friend's house that they used to game with so they can go like play games again. Mm -hmm. So it's like they show up and the guy's like kisses his wife and kids goodbye and like gets in the car and then it goes over to this other dude and he's like at his nine to five job. And he like hops in and he's in a suit. And like, it's just a hodgepodge of different, like people all meant to be like, look, you're old, but video games are still so cool. Go back and play this one. Cause yeah, it's called, you TV know, again. you
1: have a real life now, but yeah. you might as well just enjoy the old times. Um, uh You know, what's weird though is actually I, I had a, uh, an urge to pick up the remastered, uh, modern warfare.
0: I keep thinking about that. And then I realize it's still like $40. Its yeah. Time, that's so the it's hard
1: like, part. If I find it somewhere like cheaper if it goes on sale at any point I'll pick it up but for some reason I I've been having a to play that again.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah so we really disappointed that kid cuz uh we're not going to play Call of Duty. Also we didn't want to talk to him. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, dude, now now the conversation." I over. I like was
1: just inching farther and farther away like down the aisle like I'm just going to
0: just going to disappear down the aisle. Bye. Yeah. So our bad dude but we're not playing Call of Duty. Sorry. Um, so yeah, that's our uh, our thoughts on Mario Odyssey. We will, I'm sure, be talking about this for quite some time because we are both having a blast with it. Uh, but that's going to do it and for. I don't think
1: there's really anything coming out for a little while. I mean, there's Call of Duty, but otherwise, I don't think there's anything like on my radar whatsoever after today or after Friday. Uh,
0: Battlefront is the next thing that I'm like gonna get. Oh,
1: well, I'm not really all that in Battlefront. Yeah,
0: but that's like the only other game that's coming that I'm like gotta get it. Can't wait. Yeah. So, you know, we'll be talking about Mario as we get further into the game and stuff in the coming weeks. Um, But since that news segment is over, it's now time once again for the lightning round, not lightning round, where we go through and read off a bunch of smaller news things that we maybe don't have as much to say, but are still newsworthy. Nonetheless, Uh, if anybody feels like they want to talk more about a topic, then we can pause the lightning round. And go into it. Normally, we just rant and don't say pause, but you get the idea that sometimes it's just paused. Yeah. Joe and I work well like that. I know he wants to pause it, even if he doesn't say it. Yeah. Um, so because first up, s- won't stop talking. That's right, because he won't shut up. Uh, all right, lightning round. There was an update and some more news regarding the canceled uh, visceral Star Wars game, uh, which made it seem like it was both a really bad game but also a really good game at yeah, apparently, the same time.
1: An uh, in initial like development stage. It was a really good game that proceeded to get completely fucked by EA's micromanaging and shit like that. Yeah.
0: Um, so there's an article on Kotaku so if you if you really want to read the whole thing, which it's a really good article because they interview a lot of Visceral employees and they kind of you know, it's that initial something just closed down. We need to start digging for more information and see who's willing to talk now that they're no longer employed by the company. And granted, they're all speaking under the auspices of anim- anonymity, but yeah, because um, I'm
1: sure there's got to be some sort of no yeah no talk clause in it, their contracts,
0: exactly gag order and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, the game started out as a pirate game to be released around the same time or right after Black Flag. Um, to where they were kind of piggybacking off that. So it was going to be like an open world pirate game, which that's right up your alley. It here, that, piqued
1: my interest. Yeah. You, you sent me a text that said it was going to be Star Wars Pirates. Yeah, Star Wars Black Flag. Uh, yeah, and I went,
0: mm? Yeah, immediately. And then I remembered that it was dead, so yeah. then I went, mm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it started out as an open world, like just straight up pirate game. And then EA got the rights to Star Wars and it became a Star Wars kind of pirate game. So probably like a smuggler. Type, yeah, I can only imagine open you world. A smuggler. Yeah.
1: Instead of, you know, sailing around the seas, you're cruising around your ship going like, hey, there's a, a, you know, a shipping cruiser. Yeah. Like, let's go hijack it, shoot some laser beams at it, and then get on and steal all the supplies,
0: which would have been fucking dope. Yeah, it would have been really cool. And again, it's one of those things where like it kind of sucks that it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: But uh, apparently that also was dead even before it was far dead because the game continued to change as progression of uh, development. As Amy Henning came on, they said, all right, we're not going to do any of that stuff now. It's going to just become uh, an action adventure game because we have, you know, the creator of Uncharted. So so let's just fucking turn it into an Uncharted game.
0: Yeah. And I think somewhere along this timeline to it, and I think it says it in the article, is that the studio who was working on 1313, that game got shut down when, oh, it was LucasArts. When LucasArts got closed because of the sale to Disney, they went and tried to shop around 1313 to a bunch of places. And I think it came to Visceral and they were like, no, we don't want to make that game. Um, And then like, Decided they're gonna make their own game. They're yeah, like, we're not gonna buy your, your. We're not gonna buy your assets. We're not gonna continue your story. We're gonna fucking make up our own.
1: From what I understand about thirteen thirteen, they showed off gameplay trailer, uh, and gameplay footage at you know an E three like yeah. in 2014 what or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't remember
0: when, but yeah.
1: Um, and it like it was just like a generic bounty hunter guy yeah. in the trailer, and then later on it turned out that that was actually like Boba Fett, but they just reskinned it so. So that way you were surprised. It looked like a generic guy, but then they were going to be like, turns out it was actually like an action adventure game where you played as Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, and they were probably like, eh, we don't want to make a Boba
0: Fett game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I guess uh, a lot of the things, they called it a mercy killing for that game to be like, canceled they said it had nothing to do with the fact that it was single player it was just mired in development hell it was going to cost upwards of like 100 million dollars to to finish it it was too expensive to keep the studio open like there was all kinds of problems i I highly recommend reading that article but it's just another one of those things where you know it's good that they didn't kill it because it's single player but it also kind of sucks that it could have been really cool like some of the artwork from it looked really cool like I don't know. It seems like a game I'd still want to play. And even if it wasn't great, it would probably be, I mean, it would probably be in the range of like a Force Unleashed, which wasn't great, but was still a lot of fun and I enjoyed it. So like if it's an even mediocre Star Wars game, I'm going to be down for it because I love Star Wars. So, you know, it's still a bummer that it got canceled, but it mm. seems like it was probably for the best Despite
1: yeah. Sounds like they were flying too close to the sun.
0: Yeah. And not even that they were just treading water above hell. It seems like <laughs> they're just barely skimming along above the fires of hell more than uh, flying too close to the sun because it just seemed like it was a uh, crappy from the get go. But I don't know. But yeah, I would I highly recommend uh, I'll tweet that article out too, Um just to be like, this is the article we were talking about. It's uh, worth a read. Uh, and then, Man, think, I would
1: have loved to have that like Bounty Hunter Pirate game, though. Yep. Somebody could make really that. Cool. That would have been fucking great. Because
0: you would have been flying through space and just happening. It'd be like No Man's Sky, but you could have it upon a ship and just like, raid it. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be super cool. Um, but yeah, so that's it for the star Wars game, uh, lightning round. So we talked about this last week, the most recent, uh, update to the Nintendo switch, uh, firmware where it added, you know, headphones and all kinds of other things. Uh, surprisingly to us and even to Nintendo, it seems like, uh, it also added the ability to use the GameCube controller adapter that worked on the Wii U, um, where you can now plug. You know, GameCube controllers in, and you can play the Switch with them. Everything. The only thing that doesn't work on the GameCube controller is the ZL button, like the purple one. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the only one that doesn't work. Uh, And but yeah, everything else it works just fine. You can play other games with it. It, of course, started all kinds of you know sparks of rumors of.
1: My first thought when I read that was went right to Smash Brothers. I said like, oh, is this. For Smash Brothers Switch, like, are they, you know... Yes. Because, I mean, the reason they put out that thing for the Wii U was everyone was saying, oh, GameCube controls were the best controls for Smash Bros. Yep. So they said, all right, we're going to bring that back for people. Yeah. Might as well keep that rolling for that one. Yeah. Uh, Other people jumped to Virtual Console, GameCube Virtual Console, um, which, I mean, ultimately, uh, if if you want to feel, like, the feel of the GameCube controller, because it's such an iconic controller, I can understand that, but... I mean, button controls. It's not any different than the, the Joy-Con pro, button or the layout controller. or anything, or the yeah. Pro controller. Yeah. But uh I mean, some people just love that. Like I, I bought the the um, Smash Brothers that came with that thing, the the Wii U one. So yeah. I have the adapter. As do I. Um, and I still have four, uh, Wavebirds, the wireless GameCube controllers. And those
0: work with it too. Mm-hmm. So um yeah like either if it's smash wii u dx deluxe edition comes out then all right fine i'm probably gonna buy it like mm-hmm. that's gonna be awesome or if it's just when the gamecube virtual console does come around then i'm gonna be able to play with the gamecube controller that's fine too like it it's but cool you, that it works you said it was
1: essentially an accident though right it was yeah like a happy accident
0: yeah reggie uh Fils-Aimé, the uh head of nintendo of america was they asked him about it they're like so what's this mean like what's the deal and he's like Honestly, we were as shocked as you were because all that update was intended to do was um, add third-party accessory support that works on um, USB. And it just so happens ours was one of those like third-party accessory USB things it that it works with. It Doesn't
1: work though with like wireless or wired PlayStation or Nintendo or uh, Xbox controllers though.
0: No, I wouldn't think that it necessarily would.
1: Cause... Well, I mean, you said like. If they just were trying to make it so it just worked with USB controllers, it seems weird that they would it wouldn't work with those ones, but it'll work with Nintendo brand ones.
0: Yeah, but these are still designed to work on Nintendo things. That's true. Yeah. So like if it's recognizing the internals of controlling a Nintendo thing, like that's why it works. 'Cause no matter because like the PlayStation supports USB controllers, but you can't plug an Xbox controller in there. Like it's that's the same true. kind of thing. Um But so, okay, so do you buy that? I don't know. I mean, do I you could, think it was an accident, or you think
1: that they, you know, knew in some way that it was definitely going to work, and they're prepping for something?
0: I, I'm sh- well, listen. We know virtual console is most likely coming. The rumors of that have been since before the system was out, and that GameCube games were going to be available as a part of that. So, whether or not the announcement is happening, you know, at Paris Games Week or at you know whatever next show is, or they are going to get it at E3 or on the one year anniversary of Switch, we're going to get virtual console. Like I don't know, but it's great that it works. So now when those games do come out, I can play them with a GameCube controller. That's awesome. So Mm -hmm. whether or not it was an accident or they just did it too early or what, I I don't really care. Like, I'm just excited that it works. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care what the reasoning was or if it was an accident or what, but I'm just glad that it, it works. Do you buy it? Or do you think it's just corporate speak to not let you know that the smash game announcement is coming in the next month or something like that?
1: I mean, I don't necessarily know that it's because, you know, they were planning on announcing Smash or Virtual Console at any time, but I have a feeling that they knew it was going to work and they don't want to, like, play their their hand too soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. I'm just glad that it works. Yeah. Um, All right. More Nintendo stuff. Lightning round. Uh, They had a Nintendo Direct this week. uh, Animal Crossing related to announce a new Animal Crossing mobile game, Animal Crossing Pocket Camping. Uh, I am not an Animal Crossing person, so I did not pay one lick of attention to this.
1: I... Like, I've played a, uh, Animal Crossing games in the past. Yeah. Like, I played the, the uh, 3DS one. I played the GameCube one. Um, I, like, I don't know. Uh, it's just, there's something that were like, when you're playing them, they're fun. But yeah. They've never, like, they hold warned attention. me. Like, yeah, they never, like, won me over. It's been like, okay, this is a cute little thing to play and kill time with. Uh, not in any way, shape, or form, my favorite games. Um, so I also was, like,. I didn't even know that I knew there was a direct happening. I didn't yeah. know what it was for. Um, and then like after it happened, they were like, Animal Crossing. And I went like, oh, okay. And I didn't pay attention to what it was. Like I thought they maybe they announced like Animal Crossing Switch or a new one for the 3DS. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until like a couple days later that I saw that it was a phone one. It was like an article saying like how to download it now. Yeah. And I was it like, seems- oh,
0: okay. It seems like it's a regular Animal Crossing. Like it doesn't seem like it's stripped down at all. It seems kind of like it's, it's a regular Animal Crossing. It's not game. like
1: a Animal Crossing microtransaction thing. Oh, well, I'm sure there's microtransactions. Well, yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. ask but for it. But. Sometimes you'd like. It's not like um, uh, Mario Run. It's like a full blown game, not like a thing just meant to market microtransactions to you.
0: Mario Mario Run doesn't have microtransactions. Well, it does have a little bit, but like, remember that was the game oh, you had to right. buy, yeah, buy out for 10 out, right. That's right. Um, which I did play a lot of that this week, Getting Ready for Mario, just because they put out that new remix mode or whatever. But yeah, I'm not a huge mobile gamer like that, so I'm not going to play it, and it doesn't hold my attention all that much. But I mean, it's out there, so if you're an Animal Crossing fan or someone who's looking for the next mobile game that you want to play, and I'm sure it links to your Nintendo account, and you can earn coins or whatever the reward system things are now. I've
1: never figured out any of the new thing ever since... Uh, Club Nintendo. I don't think why.
0: that they want you to really. I don't think it gets I got such
1: good stuff from Club Nintendo. I
0: know that's probably why they shut it down. Is they're giving away too much awesome <laughs> got shit.
1: So many fucking free games from that. Thing. Free
0: games like all kinds of like cool little like kitschy you know keys and yeah, things statues or neat little things hats bags like shirts oh, yeah hats, I got tons of bags. stickers lots of stickers so game yeah. cases. Yeah, I don't know that they. Uh, I don't know that they really want you to care all that much, but it's out there. So if you're willing to give it a shot, then uh, do so. Let us know. Let us know what you think. If you're a big Animal Crossing fan, and you like the game. Uh, you know, we need someone to play it. So might as well let someone who played it tell us what they think about it. I bet it. you Carrie played it. She's a big Animal Crossing fan. Yeah, we'll have to ask her. We'll hmm. have to see next time. Uh, next time we speak with them. Uh, moving on, lightning round. We last week we talked about Joe getting the encyclopedia. The last week, or the week before. Oh, it was uh, last week. Yeah, getting the encyclopedia to create to um, Legend of Zelda encyclopedia. Yep, to close out his trilogy of Legends of Zelda books. But there's more about that this week, isn't there, Joe?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, a couple of days later, they announced the um, collector's edition of it, which I guess I shouldn't have been too surprised because I think they did a collector's edition for the at least the last one, yep. the arts and artifacts. Yep. Uh, which it was like a, a bigger version with like a nice slip uh, sleeve on it. Um, this one, uh, it looks pretty awesome. It's uh, it's basically, I think it's the same thing. I couldn't really tell if there was a lot of new content in it. Um, but the design of it looks really cool that it looks like a... Uh, original Legend of Zelda cartridge. Yeah, the gold one. Yeah, the gold yeah. gold cartridge. It has the same design. It's made to look like a Legend of Zelda cartridge, and it has a slip sleeve that looks like the Nintendo. The old slip sleeves from NES games. Yeah, the dust covers yeah, for yeah, the yeah. thing. Um, as for content, yeah, I don't think there's like a huge big difference for the amount of stuff. There's probably like an additional section for art in the back. Yeah. Um, it's just like a. Big bump up in price for essentially just the the design of it. The uh the, the asking price for the original version was forty bucks, but on Amazon it was like twenty three dollars. Yeah. Um the asking price for this one was eighty bucks. It was a double. Yeah, a double markup. Um I, I checked the other day. It has also gone down. I think it's down to like forty five bucks on Amazon now. Oh, there you go. Um still like Did you reserve it? I did. Okay. I have both of them reserved yeah. because I'm probably going to get both of them just because I have a collection oh, yeah. of hardcover Legend of Zelda books. Yeah. I have all the Hyrostoria and all those ones, yeah. and all of the collector edition strategy guides. You're a Mark. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a sucker. I'm yeah. a big enough nerd, uh, you know. And I was we were talking about the uh, I have the Mario Odyssey got delivered the guy for me today. The Mario yeah. Odyssey guide got delivered for me today, and I was thinking about that. And I pretty much only buy strategy guides for Mario. Uh, mainly because they're pretty useful for Mario for finding yeah. all that fucking shit. A thousand moons. Yeah. Uh Pokemon just because I'm a huge Pokemon fan and yeah. I like having the guides. And Zelda because the guys are usually really fucking good. Yeah. So Well and they look good on your shelves. Yeah, like, they look yeah, they look they look really they look beautiful. Yeah. Like they're they're made to look like old tomes. Yeah. Um, so I pretty much only buy strategy guides when it comes to Nintendo products. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty cool that they have a collector's edition for that. Yeah, the,
1: the thing about this one, I mean, it's give or take, it looks really cool on its own, but it also doesn't look like it matches the other ones yeah. in the collector's edition thing. So um, if you've bought the, like, the first two regular, and you're going to probably want to get, like, the regular version of that one as well just because it, it won't look like a it really fits. standout glowing yeah. gold fucking book that's just sitting there all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'm still probably going to get both of them. Yeah. I have them both pre order for now. Like, I can cancel one at any time because you don't pay until they ship on Amazon. Yeah. So.
0: And, like, worst case scenario, you just get the other one, the regular one later on a sale or something like that. hmm So, makes sense. Uh, lightning round. Moving away from the Nintendo stuff. We have what Aww. I think is our uh, only Sony thing on the list today. Uh, and that is because next week we're going to have a ton of Sony stuff to talk about because Paris Games Week is this week. And Sony is going to be having, uh, it should be today, Monday, um, going to be having their like press conference thing. Uh, but they're also going to be showcasing, a, in addition to all of the games that they've already have on the slate that people know about, they did say that they are going to be announcing seven brand new games uh, between PS4 and PSVR um, that will be out. They didn't give a time frame. It's not like these are out this year or out next year. They're just announcing seven new games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I say seven new games, Joe, what do you think that breakdown is going to be? Is there be more VR, more PS4, and what would you like to see as one of those games?
1: Um, Yeah, I've been thinking about this one a lot because I imagine it's probably going to be like four VR games because they're really least, trying to push VR. Yeah uh so i'm assuming it's going to be more vr than other stuff the only thing is that we don't know they say it's going to be like ps4 psvr we don't know if it's going to be like a $5 you know quick little experience. psvr experience yeah. thing or maybe just like a $10 indie game yeah. that like no one's ever heard of or if it's going to be the return of you know if it's going to be a sequel for a major franchise, or if it's going to be the return of like a long lost franchise, yep. uh, I would love to hear about a new Siphon Filter coming out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that's the like one thing from Sony that for like last ten years I've just been going like, where the fuck is a new Siphon Filter?
0: That would be cool. Can we have that, please? Yeah.
1: So I'm hoping it's going to be that. Um, we were talking maybe like a new Resistance. I would uh, love that. Um, I love Resistance. Who made that? Was that the Jack and Daxter team? No, it was Insomniac. It was Insomniac that made yeah. that? Oh, I thought I, I. always had a hard time keeping uh, Killzone and Resistance. Uh, which one was what Or studio made them?
0: Yeah, but Gorilla didn't make Jack and Dax there. Gorilla made Killzone? See, I, I do Gorilla know. made Killzone and Insomniac made Resistance.
1: Oh, yeah. And then Jack what? and Dax was made by Naughty Dog.
0: Um, Ratchet and Clank is Insomniac.
1: That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I have a hard time like separating like Jack and Daxter Clearly. and
0: Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> well, those are... I can understand that. Uh, but yeah, no, I would love... It, it's, it's
1: your like what 3D action adventure game yeah. went on to make what first-person shooter? Yeah. featuring two protagonists.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I loved resist. I love Resistance 1. I played that a lot because it was a launch game for PS3 when there wasn't a lot of games on PS3, so I played a shit ton of Resistance. I played less Resistance 2 because they made it more like Call of Duty with loadouts, and they took some of the fun away from it. And 3 was okay. It wasn't great. It was definitely a low point, but it, I liked playing. I was all in on the move, so I liked, liked playing it with the move gun. I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, but I would love a new Resistance game. I think it could be really cool, uh, especially if it was like, maybe you carry that out maybe it's like you know resistance modern warfare or something you take it out of the old like you know you get freedom fighters in the modern day and they're still trying to rally against like
1: or you know i don't i i didn't i played the first one i didn't play the other two so i don't know how the other ones eventually ended did, like did they defeat the aliens and then like the aliens were three. just gone forever maybe this is like the new independence day movie and it's like you know, yeah, it's it like back and... you know, sixty years later, the aliens return looking yeah. for revenge,
0: and we have all of their modern alien technology, and we've been able to, make yeah, the last last sixty years,
1: we've been working like with stolen alien tech or yeah. like uh, yeah, reclaimed we've... alien tech,
0: yeah. So, I mean, it could be that, uh, who knows? But yeah, I would, I would love that,
1: or maybe like move it up to Vietnam as opposed to World War Two,
0: yeah. Yeah, I yeah I would love a new Resistance game. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do though. Like I don't know. I
1: mean, I have a feeling it's gonna be l- less stellar than yeah. we were expecting. Sure's gonna be a letdown. Yeah, it's gonna it's just gonna be like you know a new Res or something like that. Yeah, like something where like oh that game okay PlayStation no All deal. Stars
0: Battle Royale 2. Oh yeah, could be that. You no, never know. They're never gonna, <laughs> never gonna make a sequel to that game. No matter how much nobody wants it, they're not gonna do it. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, we'll be talking about it next week, I'm sure, because um, that'll be one of the, the things that happened in the week. So we'll we'll definitely catch you up on what games got announced and whether or not we're excited or not. Um, but Lightning Round, uh, Stranger Things DLC is coming to Minecraft. Joe, are you excited about that? I never watched Stranger Things. What? Yep. Gotta watch Stranger Things. I, I haven't watched season two yet because Mario. But, yeah, but you... You don't watch TV, but you watch like you that's just true. downloaded seven seasons of the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, Boy, so yeah like, that's true. I you did kidding? just say I'm watching that. Yeah, who are you kidding?
1: It was true. Like, I need a show. The only TV I watch are good background TV shows. Yeah, you Stranger Things attention. is something like I have to be paying attention to yeah. in order to fully enjoy it, and like I just don't have the patience for that nowadays. Like I have to be multitasking when I'm doing anything, mm. no. so I have a hard time like watching really serialized TV
0: shows with that you need to like really you're just not attention. watching good shows and that's why you get distracted
1: well I mean right now like I want to be playing Mario Odyssey yeah saying that's why with I something seen on two.
0: TV in the background yeah so I haven't started season two yet because I don't want to be splitting my time but I also really really want to play Mario so no I hear that um but you know I what so what are the things that are in the DLC for Minecraft is it just like the Minecraft versions of the characters like the four kids and the, the, and the
1: like the demigorgon i imagine mm-hmm. um i don't think it's the extent where there's uh because sometimes they do like whole world yeah is there level packs or no it's just um it's a limited edition halloween tumble arena that okay. they're adding as well as the character skins okay so you're gonna get a stranger th- uh, things uh, skin pack uh featuring characters from the show uh, that's not really surprising. It's also going to have uh, Stranger Things
0: 2 stuff okay. as well. So beware spoilers if you haven't seen it yet and you mm-hmm. jump into Minecraft DLC. Uh,
1: and then, yeah, just a different like game type for the Tumble Arena, which I haven't played Minecraft in so long. I don't even know what the Tumble Arena is. Yeah, no idea. I'm, I'm assuming it's some sort of...
0: Tumble Arena?
1: <laughs> or, you know, multiplayer versus thing. Yeah. I don't know. But if you're a big guess. fan of Stranger Things, you can have all the Stranger Things. Yeah, you you're... can have the strangest of things in your yeah. Minecraft
0: um yeah there you go minecraft it up get your Demigorgon creeper right they're called creepers those are the bad guys in minecraft
1: uh yeah but i don't think it's... they have skins for the monsters it's mostly just for the characters you play as
0: well they should have skins for the monsters think about all the cool monsters you could have does the Demigorgon explode randomly uh no oh i don't not randomly no creepers but, do yeah but you know so you just have it look like it. it's fine it's mm. a skin character acts the same uh lightning round we've got the list of games with gold for the month of November which starts on Wednesday Joe what are those games
1: Yeah this uh, like I said I I've, I've been having a hard time keeping track of time it seems cuz I was like holy shit yeah November starts really soon yep. Uh so uh starting at the beginning uh you're going to get uh Trackmania Turbo uh for Xbox 1 and Night in the Dreams uh for the Xbox 360 for the first half of the month, and then the second half of the month is going to be Tales from the Borderlands and Dreadfall Adventures. I have no idea what Dreadfall Adventures is.
0: Yeah, Tales from the Borderlands is the, uh, the telltale, telltale, telltale game set in the game. Borderlands universe. Which I have no
1: interest in whatsoever, because I never played Borderlands for the story.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that game came to PlayStation Plus recently, and I was like, I'm not even going to get it. Yeah, like, I'm not going to play it. I don't care about Borderlands. I don't really care about Telltale games all that much either, so uh, I'm out on it. But. Oddly,
1: the one thing I'm like actually kind of excited about is TrackMania Turbo because that actually looks pretty fun. But it was a game I would never actually pay money for. No,
0: no, no, no. Yeah, th- that that seemed to be the consensus of like people I talked to was like, yeah, it's a pretty underwhelming, to... uh, yeah, month. pretty underwhelming month. Yeah. So well, next week we'll probably have uh, PlayStation Plus games because that's how this works. We do games with gold one week and then PlayStation Plus the next week because PlayStation Plus and always I, comes I, out. Don't in we a, usually get them the same time, usually, I feel like. Depends on how the month starts. Because oh, that's right. the first of the month is a Wednesday, which means that they're not going to update it on the Tuesday store update. So the following Tuesday, the 7th, is when we'll get the PlayStation Plus games for the month of uh, November. So next weekend's episode, we'll have the list, I'm sure, of what's coming out. So we'll go through those at that time. Uh, lightning round. Uh, Joe, we have another death uh, that we need to talk about. And it just seems like... 2017, man. 2016 was celebrities, and 2017 is is video game stuff. And we have another another passing. Sadly, uh, the Kinect has uh, has has died. I mean, it's been in the the video game uh, like hospice, you know, the video game nursing home for quite some time. Uh, people kind of ignored it. Nobody really went to visit it. Uh, some people still, you know, had a really close connection with their uh, their Kinect. They used it for. You know, pausing Netflix or whatever it is they do. That's um, what I use mine for. Yeah. But most people, you know, sent them uh, up to the uh, the nursing home long ago, but the Connect has finally passed. Uh, rest in Peace Connect, 2007 to 2017. Is it even that, that can't long? could be that long, could it? 20, 2010, maybe? Connect 2010 to 2017. I don't know. When did the Connect come out? Did it? It didn't
1: launch with the system, did it? No.
0: No, it's it a good question. It didn't launch with the system uh, because it came out later as like a response to like the Wii and stuff like that. Uh, Connect. Codename Project Natal. Oh, man, remember, remember oh, that? Oh,
1: my God. I forgot that it was called that.
0: Yeah. November 4th, 2010 to October something, 2017. So seven years of wow. Connect. It's, uh,
1: honestly, it's weird that it seems long. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I mean, because they tried to bundle it with the Xbox One, and that didn't work. And we talked about the dongles. I guess we should have seen it coming that they weren't giving the dongles out, that it was the absolute death knell for I it. Mean, I
1: mean, I didn't predict that it would be the death. I thought they would still, even even though, like, I mean, I guess you, I, we should have noticed when there was, like, nothing about the Xbox One X
0: having, a connect having or, any or, kind of
1: connect support yeah but i just kind of pictured it being the kind of thing where like no nah, no one cares about connect but i didn't think they would like kill it off that soon yeah
0: and to be specific we say it's dead because microsoft this week announced that they are no longer making them uh which is the official kaputs. yeah uh, it doesn't necessarily
1: connect. mean that they're not going to make games for it anymore that's not going to be completely supported I mean, somebody's going to ubisoft is still going to make just dance
0: I guess, but does Just Dance even, because they make Just Dance for the PlayStation, like does Just Dance even use, like now you use your phone and all kinds of weird stuff. That's true. Like you don't even use Move controllers or Wii remotes anymore.
1: I imagine the Wii, the Switch version probably uses. Is there a Switch version? I feel like there's a Switch version that uses the Joy-Cons. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Um, And maybe the PlayStation ones, you hold a controller and the controller has motion controls, but otherwise for the. Xbox, I don't think there's any other way to do it. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's not a surprise. No. Uh, and it's not really a disappointment in any way, no. shape, or form. I, I, I assumed, I, I still, like, assume that there's going to be some sort of VR for the Xbox.
0: and I Holo surprised. Lens. Hmm? HoloLens. Whatever happened to that? I don't that know. It's still coming, I guess. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I still assume that there's going to be some sort of VR for it, though, yeah. that you would think would use the, connect
0: connect yeah the way the playstation camera uses is used for vr
1: but this kind of makes me think like oh maybe it's not coming after all yeah all right the briefest of lightning round pauses joe what was your favorite connect game fuck if i know (laughs) i would honestly need to look at a list of connect games to remember yeah i mean let's see i played the star wars connect game because i bought the star wars console that came with it which i heard was awful it was Pretty awful. Except for the dance mode, which is Except the greatest for dance the, mode in the history of the Yeah, we'd get to play as Han Solo dancing in the bar. Just f- jamming his. like he does. Yep. To uh, modern pop music. <laughs> uh-huh. Um I did buy uh, a copy of Connectimals. Mm-hmm. Which was adorable. I will admit. I liked it. It was like a twenty dollar collector's edition version I bought at some point that yeah. had like a stuffed animal that I was like, Oh, that was kinda cute. I'll buy this for twenty bucks. Yeah. Um which was that – wasn't there a harmonics one that looked really cool? I'm trying to remember because like, I'm trying to think of the same thing that they had some – like was there like a rock band that used the
0: Kinect at some point or no. Guitar Hero that used the connect? No, I don't think so. Uh, I'm trying to remember because that was the only game that I like actually wanted to try and play. Uh, not Dance – oh, Dance Central was their big one. Uh, but I thought there was one – was it Fantasia that was a thing. There was one like cool, like uh, like multicolored type game, and I can't I can't think of what it is.
1: I had to pull up a list of games that used it just to kind of remind myself.
0: I mean, you can just stop once you get to the point where that list says Zumba, because obviously that's your favorite <laughs> Zumba. Uh,
1: oh, I did play the Connect Sports a lot.
0: Oh yeah, that one wasn't. And one was like
1: fun. the Connect Sports
0: Rivals, those were yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad.
1: Uh, oh man, remember that Project Milo thing that like
0: little kid that you could talk to yeah i totally forgot about that That was creepy yeah Uh, oh so weird uh
1: i never played the fable game they put out for it
0: oh no nobody did nope no
1: uh yeah i mean honestly i guess at that point yeah connect sports would have been the one i spent the most time playing there you go all
0: right connect sports uh lightning round resume uh lightning round 360 games are going to be improved by the xbox one x uh it's not every game that was it.
1: Yeah, it's just gonna be select games. I'm sure the list is gonna grow as time goes by. Yeah. Um but they said that the like the up, the boost in power will be able to make the games for the three sixty run a little bit better. Not much more to say besides that. It's not really surprised. I assumed that was gonna work. Yeah. Like I'm surprised that it just doesn't automatically just have do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. It's like, hey, the processor processor's just running so fast, it just makes everything run smoother.
0: Yeah um yeah like you said not much more to say about that uh one thing that will also be playable on the xbox one probably is lightning round the original xbox games are also now backwards compatible and available starting now
1: uh yeah starting on the 24th uh 13 original xbox one games were made backwards compatible for the xbox one
0: any good ones i assume the halos are uh right there. surprisingly two. not the
1: halos probably because they put out the oh, hd they to, collection and want, they want to buy the that chief one yeah uh, but they put out 13 games, uh, Prince of Persia stands of Time, yep. which was the good one, uh, Dead to Rights, which I like the Dead to Rights game. They put out two of those, didn't they? I think I they put out third, them. Dead to Rights, Dead to 2, and Dead to Rights Retribution.
0: Yeah, I never played them.
1: Um, Fusion Frenzy, great multiplayer game, party, party. game. Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Little Republic. Classic. Classic. Obviously, that one's going to be Crimson Skies, which was a fantastic game. I played the shit out of that. Yep. Uh, Psychonauts. I never played, but everyone loves.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Faction Two. I only played Red Faction One.
1: I'm surprised Red Faction Two, but not Red Faction One.
0: Yeah, it is weird. Well, Red Faction One's really old though, so maybe that's why it was
1: like a launch game.
0: Was it? I'm pretty sure. I had on PS2, so I don't know when it came to Xbox.
1: Uh, Grabbed by the Ghoulies, which I think was the start of the downfall of Rare. Blood Rain, Pirates, which I think must be Sid Meier's Pirates.
0: I would assume so.
1: Uh, Ninja Gaiden Black, fantastic game. Very and game. Uh, King of the Fighters Neo Wave.
0: Don't know what that is, but I know King of Fighters, so, yeah, I, so get, I get the gist. So all of those are available for $10 a piece. Whoa. Mm-hmm. If you have the discs, can you put them in? Or like, uh, like Shit, you know what? I don't know. Does it work like that with 360 where you can put in discs? You can discs? put the
1: 360 discs in and it plays just right off the bat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I believe I still have a copy of Ninja Gaiden Black for the Xbox, so I might have to try that when I get home.
0: Give it a go. Let us know. Um, all right. So, lightning round. I think that's going to do it for the Xbox stuff. Uh, looks like, Joe, we got a thing here about the Resident Evil board game. That's yeah. right up your alley. What's that about?
1: I'm pretty sure we talked about the board game at some point when they like officially announced it yeah. about
0: like, a month ago. That there was a Kickstarter for Resident Evil Two board game. Yeah,
1: and right? I remember being like, "I wonder why they're doing Resident Evil Two and not just like Resident Evil." Yeah, that is weird. Um, but they did uh, do a Kickstarter, and this Kickstarter is now finished, and they racked up one million dollars for a board game.
0: That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What was like this? What was the best stretch goal? Uh, the what the best stretch goal yeah like what was like do you get to be in the because like you know with video games normally it's like you will make your character an avatar in the game or whatever like what uh, do i you believe keep? the stretch goals added more characters for the board pieces oh so you just got extra pieces yeah so oh, okay.
1: the the stretch goal uh yeah right here uh stretch goals of the campaign which grants an additional release wide variety of additional figures like zombies liquors, ivy and extra characters like sherry birkin anita birkin uh brian irons william Birkin, in in all of his different stages and brad vickers
0: Hmm. there you go
1: so yeah added more characters to the multiplayer um did you buy into it are you getting a copy of this game? no i don't
0: do any uh i don't do kickstarter no but like it's a resident evil thing so it could have been (laughs) yeah i mean could have sunk your i'm not i'm not a huge board game person really board games are so much fun though Uh, like you have to have friends too yeah which, and people to play with. That's right. And I
1: have I have bought board games in the past. That like, like I bought the Doom board game in the past. and yeah. when Like we were all like, oh man, this game's probably really awesome. Let's buy it. All right. We played it one time. Yeah. And I spent like eighty bucks on it. Yeah.
0: Hooray! But then again, this is Resident Evil, and you'll buy anything Resident Evil. So, eh,
1: not everything. Yeah. I buy the games. I don't go too crazy with the merch. Never really bought like the action figures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Initially, they asked for uh. I don't know what currency that is. It's like a little L. Uh, Pounds? Pounds? Yeah. They asked for 150,000 pounds, so it must be a British company that made it. Probably, yeah. Uh, And they ended up raising uh, uh, 800,561, which is
0: over 1 million U.S. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Will you get it if it seems like it's good? Like if you watch a YouTube video of some guy who reviews board games and says it's like the best board game ever based on a video game or ever, period, would you get it?
1: Mm, maybe I mean it. Really comes down to once again, like Could at this at this point, it? it's hard to get everybody together. Like, we able to get everybody together to watch wrestling every yeah. Wednesday or Sunday. Uh, otherwise,
0: which is where we record our main event podcast on the Broken Clock Podcast Network, which is available now.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, it's just hard to get people together to play a board game nowadays. That's fair
0: because we're all old and we need to get our squads together via commercials in order mm-hmm. to play things that are fun. Um, speaking of Resident Evil, Joe, did you see this week that the There was a Resident Evil TV show that got canceled and the guy put like the concept film of what the show would have probably looked like, though removing any mention of anything Resident Evil specific. I completely missed this. Yeah. Uh, So lightning round, I guess. Technically, it's a different thing. Uh, This week, the creator of what was going to be a Resident Evil TV show uh, put out his concept short film. That is basically. It would have been. It was called Arklay, and it would have taken place in Raccoon City, and it would have had like cops like researching murders and probably zombie related things. And...
1: Sounds interesting. Yeah. Whether
0: well, or not it's good is another but thing entirely. If I
1: wanted to watch something Resident Evil related, I would want like it to be Resident Evil. Yeah. Like I, I imagine this is not going to have crazy monsters and. You know, if it takes place before Resident Evil happens, if it takes place, you know, it, it obviously it has to be a prequel because Raccoon City is destroyed. Mm. So if it takes place before, you know, all the monsters are running loose, yeah, it's just going to be like a generic cop show with like some super science stuff where they're probably like, what you know, what are they doing in Umbrella's laboratory yeah. kind of thing.
0: It kind of sounds like a mix of... Gotham. That's what I was thinking. And Gotham. like the first season of Stranger Things, where there's a mysterious company afoot, and like the you know the cop in town doesn't like it one bit, but also regular crime is happening, so he's got to deal with that too.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so kind of sounds like that, honestly. Um, but yeah, there's a short film out. Uh, it's on Vimeo. You can just research, you know, Arclay TV or Resident Evil TV shows. It's called or like, or like, Dave or something like. Yeah, that? Yeah, the short is called Dave. Uh, it's on Vimeo to be able to be watched. Uh, I have not watched it. I didn't even know about it until you told me earlier today, so I'll probably go and watch it when I get home. Yes. Um, I did send you the link, so I can uh, put that out there. We get a bunch of links and stuff this week. Uh, maybe put that in the episode description below. I'll do that as well. Um, uh, lightning round. We have a release date, Joe, for a game nobody wants. Do you know mm. what game that is? Uh, is it Metal Gear Survive? It sure is. To... It's coming out against everyone's uh, plea to have it not come out.
1: <laughs> Uh, yeah, they finally came out and gave an announcement for uh, Resident Evil Survive and also announced the PC version of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be coming out on uh, February 22nd, uh, which is a lot sooner than I thought. Yeah. Well, I guess technically not a lot sooner because it was supposed to come out earlier this year when and then didn't. repeatedly got delayed. Um but we never got like an official date at any point and i kind of just kind of hoped that this was going to be a game that was just going to vanish
0: i mean is there any way this game isn't awful no no like there's not a slimmer of hope is there that this game is good unless
1: it just turns out to be a really fun four player game to play with your friends yeah that's always possible like as a metal gear game this is the like this is the first um Post, yeah, post Kojima era Metal Gear game. Yeah. And it's a generic four player zombie game. Yeah. Yeah. that I takes don't... place in an alternate dimension that has nothing to do really with anything that happened. Like, this is what even like Kojima has been like, yeah, no, that, I, I didn't have anything to do with that. Do not put this on me whatsoever. That ain't me. I am washing my hands of it.
0: Yeah. Play I'm Death onto... Stranding. Yeah. Whenever that comes out, if it ever comes out. But yeah, I mean... I'm- I mean, the, I'm
1: not going to lie, there might be a good chance that I'm still going to pick it up just because like, I have every other Metal Gear game.
0: But this isn't a Metal Gear I game, know, really. but it still has the title on there. I know. Well, if you do, you got to let us know, because I, I will be nowhere near this game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, February 22nd. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Uh, Xbox, PlayStation 4, and Steam. There it is. Uh, lightning Round, uh, a game that much maligned, much like this one will surely turn out to be, uh, that we've talked about in ad nauseum on this show, is Mass Effect Andromeda, which, to no surprise to anybody, is not getting any more uh, games it seems not getting any more no, DLC. No DLC. Uh, but no for work. those that are super, well, the studio's dead now, right? Yes. Uh, but for those that are super interested in how that story would have shaken out, you can read it in a book. Yeah, um, there was. Uh, also, I mean, I did yeah,
1: I didn't play the game at all, so I don't really know, but apparently there were a lot of unresolved storylines. This was supposed to be part of a trilogy, like the last series, so yeah. clearly they were already setting things in motion for what was going to happen in the next game, yep. and now that the game is officially dead, I'm sure there was at least the people that did buy the game yeah. were going like, oh, I really want to know what happened to this guy, or yeah. what happened to that thing that they talked about, Um.
0: to you know what happened to that trans character that yelled i'm trans at everybody (laughs) what happened to that character i don't know
1: uh i'm sure that there were people clamoring for some resolution to that and at least bioware was nice enough to be like you know what okay we're gonna we're gonna throw you a bone like we're gonna hire somebody we're gonna throw like ten thousand dollars at him and say could you just crank out a book in like a couple
0: weeks And the book could be good like The Halo books are all really good. Yeah, but... Those build out lore.
1: Yeah, they build out lore, but I imagine also, like,
0: somebody cared. (laughs) That's true. Well, that's the thing. Like, you could care about the idea and you could want to read a cool Mass Effect story even though it's, like... I bet if you read a novelization of Andromeda, it would probably be better than playing for Andromeda. True. So, and I'm sure they were
1: building up a lot of lore yeah. for it. I'm sure there was probably going to be a series of books that they were work, going to work on at some point. And they were just like, you know what? Like, we're just cancel all those. We're just going to put out this one There's like final story. thing to finish it out for people.
0: Yep. So if you like reading,
1: I'd be interested to know if this is just going to be like a very quick, just, you know, let's just tie up any loose ends that we had, or is it going to be like a full novelization of like whatever the second game was going to be? Yeah. And maybe even a third game, you know, are they going to be like, okay, we're just going to put it all out in a book or if it's just going to be a really slapdash thrown together thing that they're just going to, try and finish stuff out
0: yeah who knows i mean it would probably depend on the publisher and how much money they're investing in it i think dark horse does all their stuff oh all right well i mean has the possibility then i guess of being kind of good Mm -hmm. but we'll see uh so that's is there a release date on that or it's coming
1: um that's a good question i didn't really uh it's gonna be called mass effect annihilation it's gonna
0: release june 26th there you go so that means it's already well on its way i would assume if it's got a release date. But then again, it could get pushed back. Who knows? Or
1: like I said, they just might hire you know somebody just like, to just write it
0: as quickly as possible and get it out of the way. Can you just do this thing for us, please? Uh, but yeah, so uh, from a game that is not getting any more content to another game that is not getting any more uh, single player content at the very least. Uh, it came out this week that Rockstar stated there will be no story DLC for Grand Theft Auto V, which that game has been out for quite some time. The fact that there hasn't been any single-player DLC up until this point makes sense. Yeah, I mean, when I heard that, I just went, yeah, duh. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but this was the first time they ever said that it didn't make sense to make single-player story DLC, which I call bullshit. I think they're just making money hand over fist with the GTA Online stuff. You can't tell me that there's no way to make a single-player story based on one of those characters. You played as three characters. You're telling me... Now, granted, I didn't finish the game, so I don't know how it all shook out, but um, you can't tell me there's not a story in a prequel sense that you could tell with those characters, a story after the fact that you could tell with maybe one of those characters, or a character in the game that you interact with that you can tell a story from their perspective of like at the same time as all this stuff is going on, or a prequel or a sequel with one of those guys. Or
1: GTA 4 had... um all new characters yeah just in lost the same damn yeah, yeah lost in the dam. they introduce a whole new character of Gay tony they introduce a whole new character yeah was it just those two or was our third one no it was just those. it two. was just those two yeah. okay uh, so they I mean you could have just keep going with that world I mean technically the multiplayer the the GTA online stuff yeah is like the sequel like it When you play online, it takes place after the events have happened in the first game, and you do run into all of those characters while like doing various missions on the multiplayer. Uh, You know, it's the kind of thing where like say you want to start doing the drug running missions, you have to go and talk to Trevor's friend, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna like have you do this," or you go talk to the, the the. tech guy in the wheelchair and he's like I'm gonna send you on missions yeah so you do run into all of the characters in the multiplayer but yeah it seems really like like I said I mean at this point after the game has been out for so long and clearly whoever they got working on stuff is working on uh, Red Dead 2 yeah it wasn't a surprise I just assumed there was gonna be no multiplayer or no single-player DLC yeah, the news was mostly... The fact that they had to even like come out and say it just kind of went, yeah. like made you go, like, okay, why are you even bothering it at this yeah. point? We kind of all knew that. Yeah. Are they getting like emails every day saying, hey, this game's been out for, what, four years
0: now? Yeah, maybe. Maybe someone was just When's like, When's that hey. DLC coming out? Yeah. I'm sure they get tweets all the time. It's like, hey, when are we getting a single-player DLC? Like, I loved Battlegate Tony and Lost in the damn. When are we getting it? When are we getting it? I'm sure they get tweets all the time. Hmm. And maybe it was just the final reply to said, one I of those... Just-
1: <laughs> there was the one, like, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Finally, some guy was just like, no, we're not doing it.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm not surprised whatsoever. Uh, but uh, lightning round. All right, from two games that aren't getting any more content to a game that is getting more content, uh, there is new DLC coming out for Dragon Ball Xenoverse, uh, which I don't play because I don't Dragon Ball. But Joe does, and Tyler does, as he played that this weekend on the Switch. But we got DLC for that, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, which, I mean, I was actually kind of surprised i know that they're not the same development team but with dragon ball fighters coming out i just kind of assumed that they were like yeah we're not going to bother doing stuff uh for xenoverse anymore yeah i mean like i said they're they're completely different teams but uh also i'm pretty sure like i bought the season pass for it and the season pass had like you know three dlc packs and those all came out Oh, so this, so this is, is, is like they're doing more after the season pass that they announced. Hmm. So they're basically just keeping the, the you know the ball rolling game on it, life. which is pretty cool. Like I'd love to go back and play that again. How old is that game now? A Year two? Uh, I don't think it's a year. Oh, okay. The second one? Yeah, I yeah, think it I came know. out this year, earlier this year. Um, but they did say that they were going to be putting out a uh, new DLC. Uh, they confirmed that the DLC characters are going to be Taipan and Android Thirteen you don't have no idea who they are. but I'm just uh, nodding are, along. Yeah. Um, they're characters from two separate DBZ films.
0: I know Android 13 because we talked about it in the Fighters. It's like the little Different. robot girl. That was 16. What? I thought 16 was made they're by 16, 13.
1: 16, 17, to 18 were the androids. Oh, fuck's sake. And then like 21, I think, is the new one. Got
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. So more androids. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, but yeah, that's that. I mean, it's it's cool that they're still like pumping out stuff for that game. Yeah. We know Tyler went out and bought a new copy of it for the Switch.
0: He loves himself some Dragon Balls. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Uh, Lightning round. Joe, how do you feel about government interference in your pop culture love? Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. Well, good thing you don't live in China. Well, yeah, for a lot of reasons. (laughs) No, it's just this one. Everything else about China is great. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, But this one in particular, uh, China doesn't like a certain game. That is certain game like type genre genre but mostly a new flourishing
1: genre of games yes
0: but mostly because of one super popular game take it away joe uh
1: player unknowns battlegrounds yep is possibly going to get banned in china yep they don't like it and not only that all battle royale type games might be banned in china um because they say it goes against the like cultural norms of china Uh, the, the republic the Republic of China's moral principles. Yeah, they don't like uh, like gladiatorial type arena games where people fight to the death. No, they don't. Uh, I don't violent. know why they're taking a stance against that in particular. Yeah, gotta put like, their foot down. What's What's really different between this and like uh, Call of Duty?
0: Do they have Call of Duty in China? I don't know. I would th- that could be banned too. I don't know. They have yeah. a very strict policy.
1: That's true. But um, yeah, so they uh, they came out and they said that the to summarize the article condemned uh, battle royale games as having too much blood and gore and violent content. Uh, I'm ass- like I said, I'm assuming there's other games like that. I'm yeah. sh- I'm sure they played Resident Evil.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what their laws are, but mm. they clearly are putting if, their foot down. I wonder
1: if it's just going to turn out that like every game is banned in China and we just never knew about that. It's entirely, they don't want you to. It's against their moral code. I remember that they banned uh, Ghostbusters
0: because they don't like ghosts. Well, ghosts, yeah. They're an affront to the living or whatever, their mm-hmm. belief in the afterlife. Yeah. And not just because the film was about women, <laughs> which is why most and, people banned it from their you own know, it
1: It worked out good for them in the end. Yeah, it turns out they China was right. They didn't have to right. watch it.
0: One of the many great things about living in China is that you don't have to see the new Ghostbusters movie. See, But you also great.
1: might not get to play Battle, uh, PlayerUnknown's
0: Battlegrounds. Sorry, right, I won't get to play it anyway. My computer can't run it and I don't have an Xbox. Mm. So as hey, far as I, I know, it's it banned in be my becoming, house too.
1: It might be coming to PlayStation. They still, they haven't denied that yet. Then I
0: will lift the ban on PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds in my house when that comes to PlayStation probably. Mm. Otherwise, right now, it's banned in my house too. Me in China. So if, stand. to all of our China listeners, yeah. if this... This podcast isn't banned in China. Yeah, We feel sorry for you. And then what can we do to get banned in China? Because I want that to be our claim to fame. <laughs> Where we're guaranteed to be right at least twice a day and also banned in China. And they're going to be like, no, that is an affront to China. Yeah, You need to be guaranteed to be right at least three times. Yeah. Like all, like all Chinese officials, you have to be guaranteed to be right at least three times a day. Uh, lightning round. Uh, something that has not yet passed away, but looks like it's trying real hard to, uh, to go the way of the dodo is the video game forum, Neogaf, which found itself in quite a bit of hot water this weekend or this past week, uh, due to some of the antics of its founder, as well as some of its moderators and sent the entirety of the very, very popular video game and pop culture and discussion forum into a tizzy.
1: Uh, yeah, this was a, a doozy of a thing. Sure I, was. I, uh, I'm still trying to unpack
0: a, all the details now. Like I still, there was a quite lot sure. of stuff that came out of this. Um, Basically, summing it all up, the founder of NeoGAF was accused of sex, sexual assault, sexual, sexual harassment, some kind of improper conduct with a, yes. with a colleague. Generally being creepy. Yes, with a colleague slash friend slash someone that he hung out with. Um, I'm, I'm not really going to go into the details of the story because I don't know them and I don't want to like misconstrue them. It's out well, there. Well, like, right now it's a he said,
1: she said thing. Correct. She accused him of something. He is denied uh, it doing happened. it. Yeah. Um, there has been a bit of a history with him and, uh, allegations, allegations, as yeah. well as allegations against the site. At one point, one of the mods was accused or was actually arrested for, uh, child pornography mm-hmm. and, uh, they tried to cover it up on the site. Not that they knew that about his child pornography problem, want people talking but they about didn't it. want people talking about it. Yeah. Neo has a bit of a reputation. Yeah. Um, a reputation of being very, very ban happy. Uh, the kind of thing where, like, if you say anything that they don't like, you yeah. are instantly banned from the site.
0: Yeah, it started out not wanting a toxic environment and then kind of spiraled into wanting an environment that you can control.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, very, it has a history of being very, very author- authoritarian. Yes. Like China. Um, and yes. And, I want to get banned on NeoGAF too. And that was the, you know, it doesn't take much. <laughs> and that was kind of the downfall of NeoGAF in the end because once the allegations came out against the owner, um, they started nuking every thread. Every time anyone brought it up, that person got banned. They were trying to basically keep people from talking about it. Yeah. Uh, after that, the mods basically said like, Whoa, we're not doing this. We yeah. want nothing to, you know,
0: we're not being with, with all of here. the
1: stuff going on with like the Harvey Weinstein and the whole me too campaign that was going on and yeah. all and all constantly more and more stories about actresses and women being, uh, you know, sexually yeah. assaulted. Yeah. Um, Basically, the whole entire website revolted against um, Evilor, who was the the owner of the website. Uh, He tried to keep people from talking about it. After that, all of the mods uh, quit. Yeah. They abandoned the website. Once all the mods were gone, everyone was just running rampant. It was chaos throughout all of the forums. And then all of a sudden, the whole website went down for quote-unquote site maintenance. Yeah. Uh, for about, Cleaning
0: up all the people talking about his misconduct. That's yeah. the maintenance they were doing. Yeah.
1: So for about... Well, also, there was just no one and the, moderating yeah, was, anything. Yeah. So everything was just going yeah. wild.
0: There's a wild, wild west out there. Yeah. Um, the Red Dead 2 of video game forums.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, and then finally, when the site came back up, uh, the site founder came out. He put out a message. Uh, he said... You know, he denied the accusations against him. Um, he said it was all basically a misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, and then he also said that he wanted to keep... Uh, he wanted to bring NeoGAF, like, back to the original thing. Because originally when the site was founded, it was a video game forum... Um, yeah. ...with a big focus on uh, interaction with developers. Yeah. Like, it was... A, the big thing was, like, developers would go on to, to NeoGAF... Yeah. ...to communicate with...
0: The the fans, yeah, and it still breaks a lot of news. Like oh, yeah, a lot of news that you see started with somebody, you know, a Neogaf user who talked to this guy or who translated this article or who did whatever. Like that's how stuff comes out. Like at least in the West and things like that, like yeah. how news kind of breaks is through Neogaf.
1: But it's- then eventually, it started developing a, kind of a um, a toxic yeah attitude that a lot of people basically like i said anyone goes to, you know out of line they get banned eventually a lot of developers didn't want to go there anymore because people would often get attacked um when all this was going down i saw a ton of like developers and like higher ups i saw like one of the higher ups at so or microsoft like tweeting about like how he's just sitting back watching it all burn like yeah. smiling because because
0: um, it wasn't a good like Ecosystem.
1: It it came to the point where people more feared NeoGAF than wanted to interact with it because, you know, usually if there was some sort of major outrage going on, it always started on NeoGAF.
0: Yeah. Well, it's one thing, too, where it's like any forum, when it gets to a certain size, all of a sudden becomes very – it seems natural that it becomes elitist and it becomes harder for new users to join. You know, there's all kinds of like unwritten rules. And it's like what happened during um, the – Like, the celebrity nude, like, hacking scandal. Oh, the, uh, what
1: was that called? The fappening.
0: Yeah, uh, where, like... You know, people were posting stuff on Reddit and then Reddit just like kind of went nuclear on itself and was, you know, banning all kinds of things. And like during the election and like right wing stuff and they're constantly banning all kinds of, you know, subreddits. They become echo chambers. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things where when you get to be a big enough forum community, it always seems to turn toxic. And I don't know if that's the way of the Internet or if that's just, you know, is when it reaches a certain level, it's the bad people's go to it to make it worse. Things get very divided.
1: Like to put it this way, using South Park as a reference, um, 4chan would be Cartman Mm -hmm. and NeoGAF would be PC principal. So you had like the two basically kind of everyone split off and went to their way for like the hardcore forums of those things. You still had like Reddit and our games and stuff like that. But most of the major news usually comes from either V or from NeoGAF. Mm. Um, and like I said, it like it's it had a very very like politically correct bent to Neogaf. Yeah. So once allegations like this came out,
0: yeah, it's that's
1: there. why everybody just basically revolted. Yeah. And that now Evilore came out afterwards. He denied the accusations against him, and he said that he wants to keep the site, bring the site back to the original yeah. design. So he said uh, he's gonna nuke the off-topic forum. Yeah, get He rid said, of no more politics. Topic. Yeah. It's just going to focus on, like, games and gaming news. He said he wanted to get people to start coming back to the site because it got to the point where, like, it had its core base and no one else wanted to try and touch it. Because, like you yeah. said, like, the minute you came in and you didn't know the way that the rules worked. Yeah, the unwritten
0: rules of that forum, then you're screwed. Yeah,
1: you were instantly banned. So he, like, hired new moderators. He said, all the off-topic stuff gone, all the politics stuff gone. Yeah. Like obviously, he doesn't want people talking about that stuff now. No. So uh, we'll see if it works. It looks like another website spun off off of it called uh, Reset Era. Yeah, um, where most of the people went to go there that didn't want to deal with NeoGaff Gaffet. Like they don't want to deal with him. Basically, yeah. they're I mean, like, fair. we don't want to associate with him. Yeah. So we'll see if it can actually like bring people in. Mm-hmm. Now that it's going to be more of a welcoming environment
0: yeah but as long as people can
1: look past his improprieties yeah i think which it, i don't know if people will
0: at a certain point too though like you can reset and everything will be fine and then a couple of years from now it'll get too big for its britches again it'll kind of you know implode on. i itself. mean as long as he
1: like as long as they adhere to the like we're just going to talk about video games now yeah which is fine by me like i might actually start going there because once stuff starts getting like too political i don't you know
0: yeah you turn re- out
1: yeah i don't really want to like deal with it like I want to just go to some places sometimes and just talk about video games. Yeah. Without like you know everything in the world going on being like brought into, it. I'm just like nah, like I just want to talk about video games. Yeah. So I mean, if they keep it focused on that, I might give it a try. Yeah. Um, I don't picture the site
0: surviving this. No, it's 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 tough, especially when the owner is uh, accused of something that it. Uh, is a not a good thing, but also is a really hot button issue at the time. Yeah. Um, which like, I mean, good. If people who act like that are <laughs> being called out on their bullshit and granted, it's a very, he said, she said situation. It's not but the first time he's been accused of stuff. Correct. Before. So like, you know, if bad people are being called out on their bullshit, it's it's fine. Like, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, no, if it gets back to its roots, that'll obviously be better for the internet, for that community, for those, like, because scoops come out of there. Like, it, it oh, has all time. its merit. Every article I ever
1: see usually says, a poster on NeoGAF said. Yeah.
0: yeah, it has its merit. So, if it goes back to its video game roots, then then great. Um, he was offered $10 million for
1: the site a few years ago. Should have taken it. He should have taken
0: it. Yep. Uh maybe I mean it probably would have still came out. He probably would have tried some new venture, and we would have heard about this anyway, but you know look back in hindsight and you know decide what you'd decide, and who knows. But uh, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for the lightning round then uh, for this week, which means that's going to do it for the episode. Um, So remember, this episode and every episode of the Gamescast comes out every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. You can also find our Broken Clock's main event show, which is our wrestling uh, prediction and recap show. We just had a new episode up last week uh, for WWE Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, tables, ladders, and chairs. Well, that's what the pay-per-view was called. That's there was the no tables, ladders, and chairs, but that's what it was called. There was one match with tables, ladders, and chairs. Um, so you can hear our uh, our thoughts before the pay-per-view that don't feature Joe because he sucks, uh, but do feature him on the post-show. I he was there for that. Um, so... Yeah, so you can find that on those places as well. Uh, remember, you can always find us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods, so please give us a like, a subscribe, a follow, a share, and all those things that say that you like what we do because we like doing it and we want you to like it too. Uh, if you have any suggestions for what you don't like or want to see better, we can we can take that feedback as well, uh, and we can work because we want to make the best possible product. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And thanks so much for listening. My Daisy has a spot on her butt. <laughs> He's holding an amiibo. I feel like I can't end the episode on that. <laughs> I really need people to understand that he's he's talking about an amiibo. Just got spotted her, but sure does. Alright, bye. Bye.